Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and, and bring us in if everybody's ready. No, I don't think anybody's ready for this experience that we're about to all go into <laughs> that we have all volunteered to do for a minimum wage. Minimum wage? It's less than minimum wage. <laughs> Matt, it's like... We're not making minimum wage. I, I just got to come out right now and say the Patreon is not making enough money for us to be making minimum wage on the show. I'm just going <laughs> to go ahead and say that if people want to kick in some extra bucks, we're not making minimum wage. That's how we open anyway, this episode. We're like, I'm Maddie. We don't make enough money to do X-Men Origins Wolverine. I am Ryan and we're doing X-Men Origins Wolverine. This is also X-Men Origins Wolverine. Yes, it is. So this is the Mutant Ages, a show where we watch every adaptation of the X-Men and we talk about it. And this week we watched a huge piece of shit called X-Men Origins Wolverine. And of course, it was we like brought literally back, actual it shit. It was literal actual shit that we put into our eyeballs. And we also forced uh, the incomparable Todd Harper to put shit into his eyeballs as well. Thank you, Todd, for coming back on the show. Thank, for yeah. joining us for this Thanks, miserable guys. piece of shit. I'm really sorry Assholes. about this. Right. <laughs> I, back when we were young, we experienced a change. We felt a power growing us, both wonderful and strange. The power to care about the X-Men and the mutant brotherhood. All of their adventures. of this film a little bit so yeah i wrote down some notes but like i don't even if these notes are even helpful at this yeah. point i'm pretty so, sure that like the mayan prophecies of the apocalypse were about this movie <laughs> the one in x-men in the animated yeah. series <laughs> apocalypse himself made this film to fuck with us is that what you're saying because I, that could be true believable yeah so um i'll run it down uh relatively quickly so this movie came out in 2009 but it was actually the brainchild of david benioff of uh game of thrones adaptation fame uh, he started writing what? the script i didn't even yeah, know that he wrote the script y'all he wrote the script he started writing it in 2004 it is based on an x-men origin story comic from 2001 and a bunch of other comics called, called origin called just origin yeah. and i read that comic by the way and it's fine also i, I you know what that comic also isn't it's good it's not great i don't love it but it's fine it's honestly better than this film but a lot of things are so uh i yeah i don't really I mean, recommend it though i wouldn't clear. i wouldn't say people should read the comic it's it's i get why the comics that inspired this movie are themselves also not that interesting because you know nobody needs a wolverine origin story but that's not that's not what we're here to talk about anyway uh, moving the on the problem is that there's too many origin stories for wolverine yes. there's too many backstories on him and that's exactly what happens in this yeah this movie. that is it's completely true but 
I'd like to imagine that they're all true simultaneously. I mean, that's kind of yeah, what the comic I, books do. <laughs> Especially the Sabretooth, who also has way too many fucking backstories. Like, sometimes Sabretooth is his brother or his father or his or ex Or none of the above. Like, they're, yeah. like, the current canon question mark. Like, I genuinely tried to figure this out. I sort of lost my <laughs> mind after I watched this film, <laughs> just as an aside. Like, after? I lost it, like, within the first five minutes in which it was like, I'm, I watched, like, it for first the first five minutes and I was like I'm getting bored yeah, it's real fucking boring but like I watched it a week ago and I was like I need to know how this fucking happened and then I read all of origin I read the 1982 Chris Claremont Wolverine run I read a bunch of comics I read a bunch of Wikipedia pages I still don't have the answer folks I don't know why or how this movie I feel was made. like the okay this movie is probably on par with X-Men the animated series where none of the backstory for Weapon X made any fucking sense right, on that either right so they have they have just nothing good to work with here, really, because even in the comics, it's bad. So let me let me finish summarizing the the chain of events yeah. for the film. So, There's so many things that went wrong. I know. So apparently, Hugh Jackman collaborated on this initial script. I don't know what that script actually looked like because then they brought in <laughs> they brought in Skip Woods, who's a guy who wrote a bunch of video game movies, like the Hitman video game movie, and he oh, rewrote no. the whole thing. And we all know how those video game movies. Yeah, go. none of the, none of Skip Woods's films were anything I had actually seen or heard of so I'm going to go ahead and assume that he also wasn't great at this sorry Skip Woods but you did make this movie so whatever Ryan Reynolds was also supposed to be in a Deadpool spinoff movie after this just as an aside I mean he did eventually get it but he like fought hard for what it was supposed to be so anyway that was supposed to be worked on with this other guy David Goyer who's done like every terrible DC movie like Batman v Superman at all so that's that is that is the complete story of all the bullshit in this film is like I'm gonna wrap up that is that. not I'm gonna wrap <laughs> no, up that hilarious not. tale yeah. of, of the logistics of this movie with the following quote from Skip Woods's Wikipedia page uh-huh did you just like pull it up right now <laughs> of course I did go ahead go ahead <laughs> Woods is also a partner in Wetwork Tactical LLC a weapons <laughs> handling and tactics consulting firm Yo. with former uh-huh. Army Special Forces Officer Jimmy <laughs> Littlefield <laughs> Jimmy Littlefield and he made two Die Hard movies with the yeah, he made okay. he made some oh of the latter day diehards after the that bad really ones. went he off made the rails. The bad yeah. ones. Live so, free or die hard in a good day to die hard. They're terrible. This is like yeah. hurting my brain, and this isn't even all the information. Okay, so also this movie leaked yes. out and millions of people saw it before it came out in <laughs> theaters, and it was an unfinished version where the CG wasn't good, and like the producers were like, No, don't watch it because the CG isn't complete, and that's what's making everybody say it's bad. And everyone's like, No, genuinely this movie is bad. Like the story was, is bad. Like like it was just poorly made. Yeah. I got bad news. I'm pretty sure the CG in the theatrical version is isn't bad. finished either. <laughs> I don't think it is either. I mean, like, like I like how Wolverine's claws Wolverine's kind of claws, float away from his hands. They sometimes. look really bad. Like there was a point, Todd, where I was genuinely worried that I had I I obtained a copy of this the wrong film. Movie. I obtained a copy of this film. I'll leave it to the listener to guess how I may have obtained it. And I was worried that I obtained the wrong version of the film. I did not. <laughs> um, but you did it. I didn't. It's the real version, and it looks like shit. But. Far more importantly, the story is shit. It's openly racist. 
in so many ways. Oh my god! It's also it's that is not the only problem. There's so many phobias yeah, in here that it's like it, there's it's, like there's there's so many. We'll get to them as we go along because it's like every scene is just a new yeah, one. It's so like, it's like okay, cool. It's like let's pull the bingo wheel and just see which of the horrific bigotries we're going to deal with in, in just scene to scene. Spin it around like the wheel of shit. Okay. Also, this was taking place during the writers' yes. strike. The big the big that writers' strike the that nobody produced to the the script fiasco was that then the writer's strike happened oh so God. any potential punch-up or rewrites that could have theoretically unfolded didn't ryan reynolds yeah. talked about this by the way he said that the script they gave him was like incomplete and they kept changing it had like the super mario brothers treatment where there were like 13 different scripts and he was like and none of them these are, and he said there he was like none of these are deadpool like just so you know this character is wrong yeah. and they're like <laughs> and then he was like literally parts of the script said deadpool comes out and says some stuff that is funny and Ryan Reynolds was like okay am I just supposed to improv here like what am I supposed to do (laughs) did he improv it because yes he said he said 90% of that script was like scenes do you remember how he wrote demon where it was like there were were no lines I just wrote like summaries (laughs) that he said that was like most of the script that they were handed well it really shows um so and yet it probably made Wade's very small number of lines of dialogue funnier than they would have been if he had actually had a script in front of him. Yeah, you know, they're not great, but they're not terrible. Like, I, there's like a fart joke. Like, it's like pretty 101 level comedy, but I was like, I don't hate these jokes that Wade Wade is telling. Wade is pretty 101 level comedy in a lot of ways. Uh, Yeah, so So I was kind of fine with it. And also, like, 2009, this is before the Deadpool fervor that everyone now is just living in. (laughs) Like, this was a time when, other than diehard comic book fans, people didn't really know what Deadpool skill was so but you have to give it to Ryan Reynolds that good for him on pushing back on that so hard because honestly he's the only thing they are now taking and putting into the MCU because like he's like no can we do it like even like it doesn't even need to be completely correct but he was like can we at least try to make it even look like the character you know (laughs) yeah I mean I feel for him and I I feel for anyone who was forced to do this piece of shit because I do too Wade's fate in this movie is um, it's upset it's terrible. But it's, it's not the most upsetting thing about the film, though, at all. No. Wait, okay, but we can't even get into that yet. Before, there's a couple other things I want to talk about. But first, I'm going to hand it over to Todd. Todd, do you want to explain Emma Frost in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh God. So. <laughs> Can anyone? Can anyone? No. All right. So Ryan and I had a conversation like three times in the Slack about this because there is a white. Blonde girl named Emma in this movie. Who has diamond powers? Who can turn into diamond, right? And and, uh, Ryan insisted she was Emma Frost. I'm like, but I remember something in the Wikipedia page that said that she's not Emma Frost. And here's what we found out the the people who made this movie and the people who made X Men First Class were not talking to each other. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. (laughs) So they made Emma Frost in this movie, and then they made Emma Frost in First Class, and then they asked, they interviewed the person who made First Class, like, so is your Emma or their Emma? She's like, it's ours. No, 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 no. We're Emma. We have the right Emma. (laughs) And then they went to to the singer is just like, yeah, they have her. It's fine. Like, so, but the is, like, they had already released like a promo video where the actress is I'm like, Emma Frost. She says, Emma I'm Frost. Emma Frost. Yeah, I, but then like after that, it, it, later on in that video, they're like, we don't know much about her. We just know her name's Diamond Girl. And it was like, <laughs> what? so 
she's not Emma Frost as far as we're concerned, but she kind of is because timeline lies. I kind of feel like I. I will argue that no Emma Frost is Emma Frost in any of these films, films except for maybe Fanola Hughes, and that's all I'm willing that to give. That seems fair. Fanola Hughes is Emma. Well, okay, but what about Jen, what about Jan X Emma Frost though? Well, that's that's who we're talking about. That's, oh, that's the who actress. We're talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know who. I didn't we're know who played her. Sorry, same sorry. thing. We're all saying Never Generation mind. X is the only Emma that matters to the mutant ages. I feel like we are maybe getting away from the fact that we need to talk about X Men Origins Wolverine. So I'm just we do, reminding but everyone. I can't imagine why. I can't either. But before we (laughs) jump in, I just want to briefly mention, as we have with all of our movies, is our in theater movie experience. We gotta go over this. Maddie and I. We saw it at midnight. You know it. You know it, baby. With Katie and our friends, Righty, who does. He's part of the extended mutant ages of verse. He was in the Geno pilot. He played Tracer. I remember us going into the theater, and it was like we were all tired. We were excited. We were, but it's also midnight because this is when midnight showings were actually. So we were like exhausted and like everyone had tried to take naps beforehand except for me. And like we had gotten in there and all I remember is that Ryti sat down and everyone every two seconds someone was like, Yo, Ryan! Yeah, Ryti hey, is the most popular person in town. Like, and, and, out out like <laughs> and then somebody else would do like, Wait, Truman's in here. It was like what is happening? That's actually like a more strong memory for me than the film itself is everybody knowing yeah, me who Ryan was. I don't actually was. remember much because I think I fell asleep a little bit during yeah. one. Okay, every single time Silver Fox has talked in this film, like she when she explains she who Wolverine talks, is. So it's kind of impressive that you're managing to take micro naps well, every she, time. <laughs> she has a monologue, whatever. She has one monologue. She talks about Wolverine. Yeah. Right. And, and every time I have watched this film, okay, originally in the theater, I fell asleep during that. And then I was watching it again when Katie bought it and I was drunk at our Cape House. And then she started talking and I ran outside drunk screaming about getting the berries out of the woods. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> and then then there was another time where i tried watching it with my ex ben when we were sitting there and he was like okay we gotta at least try and watch it again since we're watching all these and like i just completely zoned out and, and then i watched it again now and i i didn't pay attention you don't i was need looking to, the ways Ryan. like you don't fucking Maddie, need to i have tried watching this film multiple times and i still don't know what but silver fox is saying well i can summarize it for you when we get to it she's not saying anything whatever yeah, nothing it's okay fine. todd well, tell us when you saw this film did you see it before most recently? We made you watch it? No, I saw it on Friday. Oh my God, you've yeah, never seen I've it never before. Se- I, it was the first time. I had never seen it before. When it had come out, okay, so it came out in 2009. That yeah. was when I was doing my dissertation. So you were busy. <laughs> I was otherwise occupied. Uh, <laughs> Honestly, though, this was not worth anyone's time. It definitely wasn't worth watching as many times this as Ryan apparently tried to bad. watch it. Yeah, no, I barely survived the one time. I have no idea how any of you you did this multiple times. I only life. saw it once and I saw it in the middle of the night and <laughs> I was like, actually shocked by how much I remembered it. Like in some ways that's a testament oh, to something. I, be like, I was shocked with like how bad it was walking I out was of theaters. I was not shocked by that because I remembered it being horrible. I was say, you people have been talking about how, t- how bad this movie is for years? For months. I think we can oh, say like years. years. <laughs> I think we started, we, as soon as we did like X-Men 2000 on the yeah, Mutant Ages I was like, Maddie, we have to. Yeah, we've been well, counting it down. Now, as soon as we were like we were just going to do X-Men the animated series and I was like well what if we do all the cartoons and then also the movies and then everything the yeah, X-Men and are in the and, one and then immediately this is like it. season one Maddie's like but if we do that we have to watch do X-Men, X-Men Origins Wolverine <laughs> 
And that's that in some ways we're going to be over the hump now. Like now that we're recording this episode, like everything else is going to be okay because we're because doing this shit. Have, and no, but Maddie, X-Men Apocalypse is still out there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I actually think I'm <laughs> going to go Phoenix? out on a limb here and I'm going to say, I think this movie's worse than both of those. I actually okay, well, do think, I think this movie's more actively offensive and like harmful to the people it's depicting. Like, dude, doesn't this movie this like open worse. up with them killing like a bunch of black people? And I was like, it what does, is this? But before that, say, Tooth tries to rape a Vietnamese woman, so we can't skip that. I, wait, I didn't even see on that. that. Okay, note, you know what? On that right. note, let's get the fuck into the movie, shall okay, we? Okay, so yeah let's, yeah, let's go into the opening of X Men Origins Wolverine, in which Wolverine has two dads, and there's a woman there that's supposedly the mother, but, but she's, she's not like important. she has no lies. She dies, and it's just the two of them. I'm like, okay, so we're just. I feel like they just interjected a lady in here to be like, this isn't gay. It's pretty gay. Okay, but like. This entire movie could be called X-Men Origins Wolverine brought to you by Frigidaire. <laughs> like, based on how many people just get shoved immediately into a freezer and then pushed off screen, so... Yeah, yeah, this is, this is the great yeah, Frigidaire. You know, honestly, um, my biggest problem... I was, oh, was going to be like my biggest problem, but it is not my biggest problem. But I would say one of my big problems with <laughs> yeah, this is that... Yeah, it's hard to say what the biggest one is. Let's yeah, not even I know, say. I would say... <laughs> I know what there mine are is. Like, there are like... Uh, yeah, I'm with you on that, Todd. But... <laughs> It's there's like 35 characters that are introduced in this movie and I'm supposed to feel emotionally attached to any of them but I'm not because Logan's like oh no all my best friends but we see them for two seconds on screen after he meets them and then he dies he's like my best friends I'm like who the fuck are any of these people and why do I care (laughs) well we haven't even introduced them yet we got to start out with Wolverine's home life so this part is actually cribbed directly from that origin comic that I told y'all about although in that comic Sabretooth and Wolverine are not half brothers no no, yeah and also like those that i hate those origin comics because they, they're like oh oh it might be saber tooth and logan are related and at the end they're like that's not saber tooth yeah. at all and it's like what is the point <laughs> yeah, of this and the writer was like if somebody wants to make that character saber tooth later that's fine with me and then later they didn't <laughs> <laughs> so what was the point sure. but in this movie it is saber tooth and so there's logan he's like a prissy little rich boy who has allergies and you can't even believe that the strong and tough wolverine is this little rich boy who is bedridden and his dad or maybe not his dad is like reading him a bedtime story or whatever and like young teenage yeah i think so right wait is it like wearing like a fake nose and stuff are wait 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 are we sure i will check this but it really fucking looks like i I gotta check this out because i think i googled it well my first two notes are one 1840 fucking five in all caps because that's when this is taking place coincidentally wait 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 wait. hold on hold on which one is yes because it says Aaron Jeffrey played Thomas Logan. No, that's that's Sabretooth's dad. Yeah, but then, then it says Peter O'Brien appeared as John Howlett. Wow, okay, so it's a different guy who they've found who really, really looks like Hugh well, Jackman. Then Good was job, he, like, I guess. surgically altered to make, like, yeah. Maybe, pro- maybe. I, I it's mean, intense, the, the wait, similarities. this guy... This guy apparently was on the new Glow TV show, which I, I have trouble believing that. that at all. Sure, who cares? Anyway, it doesn't matter. None right. of this is important. So, uh, through a bizarre <laughs> series of the next events, three minutes. It yeah, he matter. doesn't. He doesn't survive. So, like everybody goes downstairs because, like, I don't even remember why. But Thomas Logan, who's the groundskeeper, who's apparently been fucking this guy's wife and you know having a kid who is saber tooth and potentially also Wolverine, um, <laughs> they get into some type of fight. Logan uh, finally shows his powers, which are bone claws, because he doesn't have his adamantium skeleton yet. He kills the groundskeeper. 
And then the groundskeeper is like, wait, I'm your dad. Like, as he's dying. <laughs> and yeah, it's like it's so ridiculous. All I just t- walked away with from that was being like, okay, so Logan has two dads mm-hmm. and apparently no mother. So, like, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, everybody somehow dies. And then Logan and Sabretooth run off into the woods. <laughs> Sabretooth is like, Logan, we have to be violent we now. stick together. Because we're bros. <laughs> and, okay, so this whole thing. Okay, Can you do that? Can you do that for me, bro? And we're going to be violent for the rest of our lives. <laughs> Lives. I, That's better than Milo. Milo just says we got to protect and fuck fuck each yeah, other. Yeah, this is a pretty homoerotic half brother relationship. It's, like, it's pretty yeah, it's, it's intense. It doesn't it, help that Lev Schreiber is actually really super hot. hot. I mean, both I of know. them are really hot. Like, we've got two <laughs> oh hot my actors God. here. Wait, yeah, I have to interrupt this scheduled programming to ask if you guys saw the recent like X Men reunion they did for like I don't know, it was like a fundraiser online, and it had like the original class cast, but then it got crashed by like Lev Schreiber being like X Men Origins Wolverine, and Logan's like, and Hugh Jackman's like, oh no, that's pretty funny actually, <laughs> and like good on him for being such a good sport about this piece of shit. Like, I'm sure. It's a joke. I mean, among I think all they of them. all recognize yeah. that it was terrible. Yeah. So whatever. I, I kind of feel for him. Like he's really acting the hell out of this awful part. So then we get a really long opening credit sequence in which like sixty things happen. And okay, this is like a twenty minute opening montage. It's crazy. By the it's way, like blinking, you so... miss it. Like you see all the world wars, the American Civil War before that, and then Vietnam. We get to the Vietnam. It reminds War. me of like like it, it's like almost like a bad Final Fantasy opening. <laughs> you know, Final Fantasy has like a really long fucking opening before it gets to the yeah. title screen. Like that's what's happening here. Except okay. like <laughs> I need to point out one thing that happens though please so but all right so they start the civil war then they go to world war one trenches and then they go to normandy because of course they were at normandy Mm -hmm. and the normandy every war that ever existed in the past that's pretty much the point of this scene right Sabretooth like leaps off the normandy boat and runs towards a gun emplacement on all fours and it is terrible like (laughs) it is the worst shot of a human being attempting to run on all fours i have ever seen in my life was he actually doing that is my question yeah probably Probably. yeah and it's because it's the first of like 15 similar shots that all look equally bad over the course of the movie do you think they like had him do it in front of a green screen like one time and they just kept on reusing that clip that seems really likely because this movie is in love with stock footage yeah so i i don't know i or they had him do it eight times and it looked terrible every single time because when a human runs on all fours it's weird because humans yeah, don't doesn't. really do that <laughs> are not yeah, we don't do yeah, that. It so look right. it doesn't really look good for him to be doing that i'm not sure there's a good way to film that so the eventually we get to vietnam where it's like a blink and you miss it scene where you see saber tooth grabbing a vietnamese woman carrying her into a shack and throwing her onto a bed while she screams in terror and then he gets interrupted by his commanding officer and then all of the other soldiers this is a this is a version of reality where american soldiers are against rape okay they're all very very (laughs) against it and they all try to kill sabertooth and that's when wolverine shows up you can't do that you can't and wolverine is like don't hurt my brother but wolverine presumably doesn't know his brother just tried to rape a woman but you think this scene is crazy because then they get arrested and then that's the end of the opening credit sequences they're both in jail because sabertooth tried to rape someone no, this is important. 
they get arrested and then shot. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. They execute them, but it doesn't take because of their healing factors. They're like, I don't know why this is happening, but you're going to jail. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they throw them in a cell, cell, and that's where we pick up where William Stryker walks in. And Sabretooth has, by the way, Sabretooth has like a pet rat in the scene. I don't know why. Because they're just hanging out in jail forever, and he's friends with rats. And also because he's an animal. Okay, but if he's he's like seriously a cat that's going to go after rats, he would kill him. But this, he's like, it's my friend. And I'm like, what? I think Why? I think that he's probably supposed to be presented as this like animalistic like he's playing with his food. I mean, at this point we've already uh, gone like fully to the he's mat like with Sabretooth. He's like just holding up his food. He's like, "Oh, it's too bad that I have to eat you." Whoa, it's you. Yeah. To be fair, like this movie is absolutely at high school English levels of symbolism mm-hmm. and gets no farther. So I would completely believe oh, that. I think it's like lower than high school. We can try like fifth grade, possibly. It's, yeah. it's bad. It's Fourth. pretty awful, but it, it is pretty fucked up to me that they just go ahead and have Sabretooth be like the worst possible human, like right out of the gate, and then expect me to like... Yeah, but the, throughout the entire movie, Logan's like, but we can't do anything about it because he's my brother. I'm like, what kind of vindication is that? Yeah, it's nothing. It's shit. So I actually think they should have made Sabretooth less bad at the beginning. I think they really fucked themselves here, but that doesn't matter. The whole movie is fucking itself. So anyway, William <laughs> Stryker shows up, but it's young William Stryker and he recruits them for a special mutant team. God, I hate that William Stryker's <laughs> even in this movie I know. because like he, they got him wrong in the in X-Men 2 and, too, and like, for let's some keep reason getting him wrong. <laughs> let's, let's keep on bringing him back for multiple films just in case and it's Why? like oh my god. It's not a through line anyone wanted. <laughs> but here yeah. we are. I appreciate that his pitch to them while they're in jail coincidentally is how do you like to really serve your country and I'm like they're Canadian idiot. Yeah. yeah. Logan makes that joke <laughs> later in the movie. I, well, I for like, the record, the which movie country? brings that back as a joke like 45 minutes from now. Yeah. Which- but it, it brings it back only as a joke and not as like an actual explanation. It must have been like somebody improvising that line being like, I'm going to make fun of this movie in sense we don't have a script. I, Which again is like, I could have, I don't, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, so anyway, Stryker is apparently recruiting mutants from all over the world to fight for the US military, question mark, in like a special black ops team. And so then we have a scene where we meet who some of those other mutants. Oh my God. It's like, it's it's just like drops in like 10 characters right here, including Will I Am, who plays a character that I don't even even I don't know. Yeah, I, it's it's really, I feel really bad for him. He he, he does exist. Yeah, he's a character like, who exists and like wears the absurd outfit that Will I Am is forced to wear in this film, where it's like a cowboy hat and a bunch of other like bullshit. But yeah, Kestrel's a character. He was in some nineties uh comics, so that's cool, I guess. They um, call him Wraith in this movie. Oh, it's his last name. Yeah. His last name is Wraith, apparently. But John there's Wraith. like I discovered Wikipedia some of these people that there's um there are multiple characters just in this scene who in the comic books were called maverick mm-hmm. wait do you think they put him in here being like thinking that he was maverick maybe i mean the other and they just didn't do the research or they no, were because like maverick is also in this as bolt though wait or or they put him in here because they're like okay so our opening scene we're gonna have a bunch of like white people kill black people so maybe, maybe it's, it's not, not racist right, yeah. if we have this <laughs> we one have black guy here who stands in the background and doesn't do anything sure yeah wearing an american cowboy hat yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So, Good oh, job. I there are multiple characters named Maverick. You're right because Agent Zero is a character who's also known as Maverick, and then, and then Chris Bradley boy. is the one who's yeah. a technopath or whatever, and he is called Bolt or Maverick at various points. Anyway, none of those code names are used in this film. Um, no. It doesn't matter. Also, Deadpool's there, and also the Blob is there, but he's not called that yet. He's just called Fred Dukes, and. I don't know. And Wade is just Wade, like Wade the dude. Yeah. Like he doesn't have the the full body cancer. Right. Whatever. No. I mean, I guess we're supposed to think that this version of Wade Wilson has some types of superpowers, though, because in the scene later, he is like super fucking good at fighting, like past normal human ability. I don't, you know what? That's a good point. Like, what is his superpower? I think they it's never just explain. like expert marksmanship. But I don't know if he has a healing factor. I think he dodges everything. It doesn't really matter it though, doesn't. because like the discount John Woo protagonist guy, Agent Zero, yeah. is just like, "What's your power? I can shoot things. Great." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like who is he? Okay, well, I guess so. That's his thing. Will I am like can teleport like Nightcrawler, yes. and then we have fucking. Uh, they had the Hobbit. I don't Could, know. Yeah, Mary, also yeah Mary Duck Brandy Buck can control elevators. Yeah. That's his power. Yeah, Good his power Mary. is to turn on and off lights <laughs> with his brain. So there's that. And then we have this weird version of the blob who is already like... Not ugh, right. Who's a muscle dad in the beginning. He is a I muscle dad at the out, beginning. Right? Yeah, but he's, he, yeah, but it would be great if he was a muscle dad and not also eating a Twinkie in the opening scene. And I was like, what the I fuck is right this? I over that and I really wish I hadn't heard you say it. Mm. I'm sorry. Because it's just going to make me angry later. You, But you know what? You have a right to be angry. Yeah, so. it's fucked up. I very much do. <laughs> this movie is going to treat the blob like shit to a level... I mean, there are many reasons why i would say no one should watch this movie but there are a few things about I mean, it that we're again, about to walk into this like horrible scene where they're like i i i really i mean there's a lot there's besides the blob there's so many things that made me so uncomfortable like this whole scene we're about to walk into where they're like yeah, i was gonna say before we get to the fat phobia we need to have the racial violence guys yeah let's I, not I'll just like ahead. no what no the fuck, we're not gonna forget about the oodles of racial violence that's about to happen in multiple back-to-back scenes oh so my first God. we're gonna go in and we have this sort of legion of black gangsters who need to be killed and so that happens and then it all leads up to a face-off between striker and like the head guy in charge and then striker picks up a rock on the guy's desk which i guess is adamantium although the backstory oh, yeah, for deadpool like ran in and like he oh, like yeah, we should talk about deadpool's jokes i guess well he this is if you know, we don't talk about his book we don't need to talk about his jokes but we can talk about the fact that he runs into the room and they shoot him with like machine guns and he blocks all of them with his swords the, which oh, is absurd spinning shit it's is terrible. the yeah. worst and he like the all day but it's really funny because in deadpool 2 he does it again he literally <laughs> mocks that scene and he gets shot a bunch by cable and deadpool's like well i don't know why i thought that would work and it's really funny okay i totally forgot That's about that cool. because in this movie it is absolutely like every 17 year old weeb who bought a sword on the internet yeah, and like just swirls like, it around look what i can do twirl 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 twirl, twirl, twirl. and i'm like okay but the, 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 those don't work that way yeah like that's the shit our friend steph would do when we were in high school she would take out like two katanas and, swirl and swirl them, around. them around a bunch and we'd, oh. like, and we'd be like and we'd be like that's so cool but it was as like one, really like as, the, one does. as yeah. one does yeah listen yeah. when we were teenagers it was cool it shouldn't have been in this movie made by adults yeah, I think, no, Todd, I mean, should... it could be cool now just not the way that they shot it in this movie yeah I don't know about that. I think it may not be that cool, but... <laughs> 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 
clear. So anyway, Striker picks up Ryan a rock. questioning everything he knows. Like, <laughs> this movie is question. isn't cool. What have I believed all these years? <laughs> well, what if the swords were on fire? Would it be cool then? Yeah, that's, well, that's what the end of this movie wants you to wonder, is what if light beams were involved? Is it cool at that point? But we'll get there when we get there. So Striker picks up the rock. He's like, hey, I want you to tell me where the fuck this rock came from. And the leader of whatever this crime lord syndicate is it's i blood, don't know it's blood diamonds yeah that's what they basically been. because when it, he's in a room surrounded by people who are just like non-characters they're not treated as people at all by the by the plot i know they <laughs> they pull out guns and then they immediately die mm-hmm. because wade jedi deflects the bullets back at them with his ginsu bullshit yeah these people are yeah. a series of plot objects and so the next plot objects that we're going to see on screen i won't even say meet are the people who live in this village Village that this uh, group of mutants has to go and uh, find adamantium in. I guess it's maybe worth noting that the adamantium backstory in this movie is actually the vibranium backstory from the comics. Yeah. I noticed that. I was like, wait a second. We're just like, we're literally just in Wakanda. Yes, that's except what's happening. This version of Wakanda is like a bunch of black people who get slaughtered immediately and don't know anything. Yeah, it's awful. And oh, by the way, by the way, they had originally included a young storm in the scene which i sent to you guys where they she walks out and she runs around and makes some lightning flash around in the background during dramatic moments i'm kind of glad they cut that Mm -hmm. shit but they were were like well what if we have storm here so like when we kill all these black people another character this is exactly okay so let's have storm here because we're in africa and storm would actually be here because like she probably would show up if she heard about this but uh yeah no storm doesn't exist as far as this movie is concerned and that's genuinely for the best so all of these people die or they're about to die and this is the moment when well, Logan no, they do kill, doesn't Sabretooth starts killing them or something yeah, he's like this should be fun I think there's a moment where Stryker is like ordering Stryker them to kill them, them. Yeah. yeah like Stryker is like they're not gonna give us the adamantium so we need to just fucking kill them and so then Sabretooth is like kind of shrugging like he doesn't want to do it which is sort of against the character they've already established for him but like whatever fine so he reluctantly but he's gonna but he's like, gonna he's do like, it eh, well whatever yeah, but, yeah. like uh, that's what i mean like maybe struggling because he's like okay yeah. like if you're a call <laughs> then, if you, i guess if i have to do logan, this like, logan is the one who's like i don't want to do it anymore like suddenly he's like well we've been killing a lot of people up to now yeah, but, well, didn't they just run through, like, Vietnam and kill yeah. a bunch of, like, Vietnamese people? And he's like, yeah, but this yeah, is too this, racist, but that was We just watched an wasn't. entire 20-minute montage of them killing people, people. Like, I don't know. Why? I don't know. So anyway, this is the moment when, when Logan is like, it's gone too far. And he's like, takes off his dog tags dramatically. By the way, his code name is Logan or something. That's the explanation there. So why? Why I don't know why oh his code name is Logan Whatever. TBH, but uh, that's that's what he goes with there. So he throws down his dog tags, and instead of taking the plane back with everybody, he just walks away. He just leaves <laughs> in, into, into the him. wilderness, and it's, it's a really dramatic funny. moment with like a big zoom out, and it's like wow, Logan's yeah, that's walking where Storm away. was supposed to be, and For she the wasn't. Record, but though, the past three scenes have all happened on the world's worst, most obvious sound stages. Yes. <laughs> like with green screen still in the background like sometimes you see the green I seriously I said this about X3 and I'll say it again I expected at some point the green screen was just gonna flap and then like roll up 
in the background because or just like the painted they had image. taped it to the floor or some shit okay anyway Anyhow. um wolverine walks into the wilderness and then we get a six years later smash cut to alberta canada logan has a girlfriend now yep and logan's a lumberjack and he's okay yeah he is he's he's gay okay. he's a lumberjack <laughs> he's not my <laughs> note my note for this scene is just okay there are two and i want to read them in order <laughs> okay one I'm ready. Oh, hi, shirtless you. Oh, no, a woman. She's going to die. Um, <laughs> true, true. Which is the weirdest prophecy because it does happen, but then it doesn't happen, but then it does happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she gets to die twice. Also, it's impressive that she gets to both be the virgin and the whore in this movie. And the whore? Like, she yeah, gets to do okay, it. Wait, can we just talk about the, okay, keep, keep, keep it continuing yeah, yeah, before yeah. I say my thought. Right, well, go. It's, the other one is that like they have this great exterior shot of their cabin. Yes, right? beautiful. It's like it's on a cliff. It's out in the mountains they're really emphasizing they're like they're in the rockies they're away from everybody mm-hmm. it's great and then they cut immediately to the sound stage of the house with the fakest possible matte painting of the sky behind it and it's just <laughs> every great exterior shot makes the awful interior shots worse so much worse yeah it's like they managed <laughs> to oh my get God. to a really cool place i don't know if they actually filmed on location in alberta they probably didn't but they did find a good wilderness location to go to it's just that then it's juxtaposed by like the worst footage ever so oh awful. well oh you well. mean the whole movie so but whatever but okay so my comment was going to be is that there is literally like 35 male leads in this movie and then there's <laughs> one, one woman, woman and she like gets they, she also. is like yeah. killed and she's killed again and also she's a spy and also she like is so horrible to yeah, men like, and it's like oh evil. my god okay we i will talk about her powers in a second because first we have to talk about the fucking story she tells logan because i like looked well, we're not, into this oh, we're not even we there yet, yet well okay fine we can talk about logan going to log mary, <laughs> no 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 mary a doc brandy buck has to die first yeah we have to go back to like the carnival where hobbit oh, man is standing right. there being like he's like which no, is I... which is also on a soundstage <laughs> i'm like it you... is <laughs> yes look at the ground like go back and look at that scene and look at the ground it is the <laughs> fakest greenest weirdest grass i have ever seen in my life it is clearly astroturf the entire goddamn fair is a soundstage and i'm like why 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 <laughs> You know what? They probably just shot it on the front lawn of like the scream house or whatever. And they're like, yeah, they just borrowed time. I, it's almost okay, as though it's they didn't <laughs> believable that this is a set that they just jacked from some Fox horror movie. That well, that's they what I'm saying. Like but it's so weird. Like they clock. had money for to make this right. Like it's so strange. Like this had a hundred fifty I mean, million dollar budget. Did they? And it made what money. Spend it on. They, they, I don't know because they were like making this movie and also first class, guess, right? So it was kind of like I don't know. A hundred fifty million went just straight into the shitter. I guess they spent it on absolutely yeah, pretty much. But okay, so. I just remembered why Emma's in this movie. It's because when they released this movie, they were going to do spin-off movies that were going to be solo movies called X-Men Origins. Yes. And there was going to be Wolverine, Emma Frost, Gambit, Magneto, and there was one other character, but I can't remember who it is now. It would now. have been I cool think... if it was Storm, but I bet it wasn't. Hold on, I'll pull it up because somebody I mean, like, literally reminded me about it. because this movie is titled X-Men Origins Wolverine, and there's like the, the colon that suggests there's going to be more X-Men Origins movies, but then there never were. Then that never because happens. Because it went yeah. so badly. Oh, no, it was a Storm movie. I was right. I'm wrong. Uh-huh. I was wrong. Oh, okay. Would have been cool. So that is why she's in this fucking movie. Everyone but Magneto is here. Well, 
Oh God, I'm glad Magneto's not on this. Anyway, imagine if they like imagine <laughs> that. Wait, or was he? Maybe he was in that World War II sequence where they went and fought a bunch of Nazis and like he was just, in just the like a child in the background. Like, thanks for oh, saving me from the Holocaust, Logan. And, and you like he takes some like spoons that are made of metal and throws them yeah, around. I don't yeah. know. Okay, I love. I, that is incredible. I enjoy that image, but that scene was <laughs> Normandy, and I'm attempting to envision baby Magneto being at, at Normandy? the Allies landing at Normandy. Yeah, I don't think that works. <laughs> I don't think that works. I'm just going to go ahead and it say... It would have been really funny, but I don't think funny is what you want for that. No, I don't know. I laughed saying. at a, a few parts of this movie. So um, anyway, we got to talk about The Hobbit dying, I guess. Um, so Sabretooth is killing people. We don't know why yet, but he he, go, he comes, he finds Mary, and he kills him. It's pretty right, quick. Mary has been reduced to being like a sideshow yeah. at a county he doesn't, fair. This guy does not need to be in the movie because he, he doesn't. doesn't do anything in the previous sequence where he's like okay. breaking into the building. He and controls then an L elevator i really don't want to undersell that elevator thing it was actually funny oh i guess we should uh, we should if you know what we shouldn't undersell the fact that blob had a really cool scene there too when they took a tank and shot it at him and just stood there he that was actually it. pretty cool that yeah. is he cool. punched like, it so that the shell rebounded back into the tank that was actually pretty cool yeah i kind of enjoyed I mean, that blob's powers are cool it's just that the way that blob is treated is terrible so what are you yeah. gonna do anyway um that all happens. We go back to Silver Fox. Unless you guys have further thoughts about the carnival, which I no, truly there don't. Is, there is something no, that I happens. Guess, There's yeah. more between Silver Fox telling her stupid story, which you absolutely do need to talk about. But Stryker comes and finds Wolverine at work. Oh, I wasn't sure if that happened before or after Silver Fox's story. Well, for, well first, there's actually a scene in between those two things where it's literally Wolverine just waking up and screaming in Silver right. Fox's face. And she's like, was that a nightmare again? He goes, yep. And then it just goes oh, to the next scene. Because it happens, like, it happens right as Bradley dies. Yeah, yeah. And I had the note. Now he wakes up screaming. I'll never get an electric blowjob. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but Wolverine doesn't have psychic powers, so it's like weird no, for that to know, be. He's just screaming. Dumb. It's the worst cross cutting to make you feel emotions that don't need. I to know, happen. and it's just funny because Silver Fox is like giggling. She's like, "Ha, it was a nightmare again." He's like, "Yep." And then they go back to bed, and it's like very similar to what I would wake up screaming about bees when I was a yeah. kid. So I don't know. You still do that, right? I mean. I don't know. Bees are still yeah. scary. I, it's not like they Bees stop being scary. scary. Bees aren't scary, but wasps are scary. So that's a good point. That's a good point. So I guess the all we really need to know is that like Wolverine and Silver Fox have a nice relationship. She's aware that he has PTSD, but for some reason that's okay with her. I think he like accidentally scratches her in that scene, and she's like, "It's okay." Oh, he does. Yeah. Which is why he says we need to buy new sheets, right? And so we know that she knows he's a mutant, and that's apparently right. cool with her. So like, it does establish a few things fairly quickly that are important to know which is like he's not keeping his mutant power a secret from her but he is largely living a completely normal life as a logger and just doing his work doing his logging job striker shows up striker's like hey bro Sabretooth is oh but he doesn't say this he doesn't tell logan what's going on this is important no nope. he's like oh, no, he basically striker walks in he's like someone is hunting all of us yeah, down it's definitely not me i have no idea it's definitely not Sabretooth being told to do it by me that's not what's going on I, it's like he walks in and says that and we're like okay but 
but it's clearly yeah. you. There's not even like, how can Logan be this dumb? I don't know, yeah. but Logan refuses to do it. This is where he says the I'm Canadian line where he's like, yeah. I don't have to give a shit about this. Uh, you know this. what? No, before that, there is one good funny line in this scene where Stryker's like, you're here as a lumberjack, what, making 18000 a year? And Logan says eighteen five. plus I haven't killed anybody in a while. Yeah, I liked that, actually. <laughs> that line was good. Wait, yeah. hold on. By the way, like when he Stryker walked in and like all of his Logan's coworkers were there, where did they all go? They just like all fucking leave? I mean, they probably saw the big city guy pulling up in a car and they were like, fuck this. I think it is also supposed to be the end of the day because after this conversation with Stryker, Logan gets into his car and he fucking leaves. So I was like, I guess he clocked out. Like, oh. I, I guess he's I mean, done. I was just thinking it was Logan being like, fuck this. Yeah. And this is also when he encounters the two guys who've completely stopped on the bridge blocking the street entirely to talk well, to Well, he's oh, with Silver oh Fox God. for that scene because that's the reveal of her powers. Um, they only have one well, car. Like, they've, they've shared this a couple times. They've only got one car. Yeah. So only one right. of them can be driving anywhere at any one time. Right. You know what's actually kind of too bad is that I don't hate Silver Fox's actress. I, don't I wish either. they would give her more to do. I thought she was good. I think good. her powers <laughs> are bad. I think the writing is really bad. Um, so these aren't Silver Fox's powers, by the way. And this is a scene that shows us the only reason the scene exists is to show us what her powers are, or at least to invite us to speculate about what they are. Exactly. So right. there's two men who are fighting. Logan gets out On of the bridge. car. Logan, it's like he's got road rage. Yeah. It's like instantaneous. He pulls it. He yells, he's like, I'm going to fucking kill them. And Silver Fox is like, what? like can you fucking not? Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> you like honked one time and waited a second. Yeah. And so Logan gets out. He starts like starting shit with these two guys or one of the two guys, the, the more aggro of the two. And then um, Kayla Silver Fox hops out of the car. She goes up to the guy. She puts his, her hand on his shoulder, which, by the way, I guess her powers work through cloth. But sure, don't worry about it. Um, and she tells them both to calm down and it instantly works on the guy and he like chills out and he's like whatever I'm gonna fucking go yeah Logan's like how'd you do that she's like my power persuasion yeah she's like women have powers (laughs) you know how women can like get men to do whatever they want you know how they can control men by touching their shoulders (laughs) because like then she gets in the car Logan's like you gotta show me how to do that in bed she's like that's where I'm the best at it and we're like oh my god yeah well he does have a line where he's like you better not do that on me and she's like well i couldn't get you to stay in the car could i which is sort of interesting because it it shows us something that this movie never explains but some of the like extra material about the movie explained which is that her powers don't actually work on him and they don't work on Sabretooth either because of their healing factor oh uh, right well they, they right. do explain that about Sabretooth. yeah later. but they don't ever explain it about logan even though they have some opportunities to later because like way but later why? well it's wait, okay why do they work as my because question because they they said it up later for Kayla to be like I never actually used my powers on you right Okay, but she's she tried like, using them on Sabretooth. No, but like the reason why, yeah, like the reason why she was assigned to like work Logan is because she like has these powers, and so she was supposed to be brainwashing him or some shit. But like her powers wouldn't have worked on him anyway, and <laughs> or alert, she didn't, didn't use them. It does. It's unclear, and it doesn't fucking it's matter. Dumb. So that's Silver Fox's whole deal. Um, she has no other powers. She just has that one power. She doesn't get to do yep, that's anything it. else. She's not a part of Weapon and X. Then, None of that happens. Yep, but then we get to watch her get fucking shit-faced Logan and she tells us crazy... Is this a real Native American story? Hold Give on. Get ready us. for my TED Talk. Before <laughs> you explain it, can you explain... Can you answer this for me? Is this a real Native American, like... Pretty sure no. Well, 
First Nations would be, because it's not, they're Canadian. So she tells a story about Kuei Kwatsu, who's the Wolverine, according to legend. I'll just quickly run over what the story is, because it's going to come back. So um, in this story, Kuei Kwatsu is a Wolverine, and he is in love with the moon. He lives in the spirit world with this moon. The moon and him get screwed over by this trickster character, who's like sort of a frequent appearance in, in a lot of folklore, including uh, indigenous people's folklore. And the trickster is like, Hey, dude, Wolverine, if you go to the regular human world, you can get some flowers for the moon. That'd be pretty sick, right? And so Kuei is like, all right, chill. I'm going to go get my lady a bouquet. So then he goes to the human world and womp womp. Turns out once you leave the spirit world, you can never come back. So now all he can do is just cry at the moon because he wants to be with his lady, but he can't because he got tricked into leaving. So still okay. so, doesn't so, make sense. Here's the thing about this legend. I can find no record of it existing before this film at all. <laughs> That's what I... However, well, so, uh, Kuikwatsu exists and is a figure. He because I found... I found that, but like now I'm. But the thing is that this just makes me mad. If the fact that they made up a Native American story, they're like, "Oh, Native Americans have all these like this this lore and stuff." But instead of like using any of it, they made up some bullshit I mean, to be sure like if it... the Native Americans were magical. It's like okay, okay well, that's there's not... that. But then also, I'm not sure if this legend is even true. And so there's a bunch yeah. of other stories about Kuikwatsu, who's usually like a comedic figure. His name does mean Wolverine. That part is true, at least. So he's affiliated with the Innu tribe, which is in Quebec, or what's now known as Quebec, as opposed to Blackfoot, which is what she's actually supposed to be affiliated with, which is in Alberta. So, like, that's wrong. (laughs) And then also, I just generally really hated the fact that Logan makes fun of this story. Like, this actually really upset me, like, watching it, because it felt out of character (sighs) for Logan, which I would say is borne out by the comics. It's racist from all directions. It's racist from all directions. It's racist from a script writing standpoint. It's racist for Logan to be making fun of his girlfriend's culture to her face. Yeah, like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I (sighs) really didn't like it and then also this is where he gets his superhero name from which he then takes it from her it's like now that i made fun of your culture i'm just gonna like american or canadianize it for you yeah so in addition to the racism Mm -hmm. that sounded really dumb when it came out of my mouth but i'm just gonna i'm just gonna roll with it in addition to the nonsense racist shit that i knew that we were gonna talk about yeah i had two (laughs) i had two small additional notes one is just the wolverine house because you can never see the moon again that's symbolism baby yeah um Two is, she says it means the Wolverine, and I'm like, do do Wolverines howl? I don't at the think moon? they do. Though I don't think they do. Like that's why I think this story is fake because it sounds like a story that should be about a wolf. A wolf. Yes. And I actually <laughs> looked for that, and I was like, let me try to find some stories about wolves and tricksters. Couldn't find anything. I genuinely invite our listeners to write into the mutantages at gmail.com. If you can find any record on. of this legend. Prior to 2009, when this movie came out, there are many, many examples of people claiming that this is a Native American legend after 2009. Yeah, this but not does not before strike me film. as an authentic First Nations story. I don't story. think it is. Okay, you know when they do this kind of shit, like on cartoons and stuff, they usually like, base it on something. Well, that's what this makes movie, me wonder: like, did it even do based that? on something? Or I mean, even if it is based on something, it's clear that it's a hodgepodge of other like First Nations. Who things. knows? You know what? If this whole script is improvised, maybe that actress is like, I'm just gonna say a bunch of nonsense. I mean, that's like, fucked you know. up too if that's the case and uh, by the way this actress she does allegedly have Cherokee background which I don't even think that that 
that was something that they intended in casting her because the woman who they were originally going to cast was just a white lady. So like, I don't really think they went into this being like, we should try to cast a native actress. Like, no, I don't think they gave a shit. It very much sounds like somebody in the script writing team said, hey, have you ever heard that Kuei Kuatsu means Wolverine in insert tribal language here yeah and i'm like uh, and like somebody was like that's cool can we work that in and like that's <laughs> all they did like Pretty i much. i don't know but you know if you do want a good laugh listeners you can google this story and you can find a hell of a lot of people claiming that this story from this movie is their own work after oh, wait, 2009 you can find nice. people writing it on reddit you can find people writing it on their live journals and being like this is my version of an ancient legend and like it's just <laughs> this oh. fucking shit so there are a my lot God. of fucking people this out is, there like, even more proof that this is fake as shit yeah though. that's all i could find this is like <laughs> all insane. i could find was people reposting Why? versions of this story oh, from this God. movie claiming that it's okay, legend this right here this this is the this what was it 2008 this movie came 2009, out right or- yeah 2009. 2009 this is the 2008 2009 period where like all movies were bad and that's how youtube came into existence <laughs> sure so i mean there's we that can blame also i need youtube to... on this movie right can we do that i think no we, we can can't. no we, we're not gonna blame yeah we i mean blame the the movie for giving us youtube sure but also i need to f- point out that i just read this but this actress actually was nominated for this her role in this in the teen choice what? awards for the fresh female face Whoa. whatever Oof. she didn't win obviously but like oh, I, that, that just shows that, how all that sad says to me, roles are for women at this time period but also so, it shows so sad 2008 2009 were for like film yeah yeah. And also, like, this is how action movies and superhero movies were for a long time, too. Like, women in these movies were like, there's one female character and she dies. Like, it's rough, folks. Anyway. It is. It's not good. All right. I'm so let's stepping off my soapbox. So let's talk about how she died. Yeah, so, so she dies. anyway. Logan's at work and he starts sniffing shit and he's like, I think I smell my brother, maybe. And then he goes into the woods. But I think he, he finds a He wo- finds a dead Wolverine head. He does. Yeah. Yeah. That Which Sabre is like clearly so on the symbolism, nose. baby. But why? Why? Like, in in wolf- case we couldn't figure that out, they have Sabretooth like scratch the trees around I him. Guess. So he's like, yeah. Some dude's like Logan, and the key Logan like runs off the woods, and they're like. Uh, you, but they don't question it to the point where I'm like, yeah. does this happen regularly really at work? Like giving employee <laughs> employers, right? Like, there's just got to be some dude in the background with a like thick. Uh, Upper Peninsula accent going, oh, it looks like Logan's off into the woods again, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Somebody go punch him out. I I like this idea that, like, it happens so frequently that there's, like, Logan's gone for the day. They're just inured to it, right? They're like, oh, he's off in the woods again. But he's, like, strong enough and good enough at his job that they just put up with his bullshit, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, he finds... I mean, the X-Men do it, so... It's true, it's true. He finds Silver Fox's body in the woods... Um, he realizes like Sabretooth up, killed no her. No wounds. No, I think there are wounds, right? Because because Sabretooth no, kills her. No, she's just covered in blood. Well, he f- somehow realizes it's Sabretooth, doesn't he? I think it's because he smells. Okay. Yeah, he smells Sabretooth, who was literally there. Right. We find out later. Yeah. I well, I mean, like we saw him approaching Silver Fox in the car, and you think that he's coming to kill her, but really, Silver Fox is like, uh oh, time to end this. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know what order this happens in the next the next couple things, but well, okay, he. I want to point out though, before the bar, he literally holds her and howls at the sky, and I'm like, of course he does. You didn't even wait ten whole minutes. Yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's the Wolverine now. He's become the Wolverine. He's the Wolverine because he's howling at the sky because the moon 
got cut in half by his brother. You know how Whatever. Wolverines howl, That's what right? Wolverines do. They howl at the moon. Yeah, everybody knows that oh about Wolverines. Well, then we go to the bar where Sabretooth is carving a fucking smiley face into the bar. And the guy's like, stand there. He's <laughs> like, the guy's though. like, you're not from a Roger, are you? And Sabretooth flashes his face like a vampire. It's like, nope. <laughs> I, want, I want a super cut of every time in a superhero movie when someone uses the phrase you're not from around here are you to mean you're a fucking mutant mm-hmm. aren't you mm-hmm. yeah. like it happens all the time i wonder if this was supposed to parallel x-men and that bar and in fact i wonder if this was supposed to be the same bar but like 20 years earlier probably. i don't know probably <laughs> they only do one scene in these movies and it's the x-men one bar scene and even that scene is from x-men the animated series so have they got any original ideas? No. Uh, well, th- anyway, we're about to lose like 20 minutes to Sabretooth and Logan because Logan runs in and screams at Sabretooth and then they run outside because the bartender kindly asks them to <laughs> and then they go fight on okay, some tractors for like 35 minutes yeah. and it's there like... one good line though because right before Logan runs in the building, Sabretooth looks at the bartender and goes, you got insurance on this place? And he goes, no. And Sabretooth <laughs> just goes, too bad. <laughs> That was really good. That was a genuinely funny line. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right before the world's worst shaky cam fight scene that nobody can follow in any way. Okay, but also in this fight scene, like Sabretooth throws Logan into like a tractor full of Lincoln logs. Like they're made of plastic. They clearly they're not even CG. They like made some plastic logs of drop over Hugh Jackman. Right? Enough. It's like the funnest like fucking shit I've ever seen because they're clearly not made of wood. They just kind of like bounce around and shit. And like logs don't do that. Anyway, the logs fall on Logan and he's pinned. And I think that's... <laughs> the Yakety Sax is playing the entire scene. I think that's yeah. how I think that's how Sabretooth gets away, but I don't know, because this is around where I had trouble paying he attention to the film. Claws. He steps on Logan's claws and breaks them. That's true. Oh, he yeah, that's what happens that. at the very end of this, is that he steps on Logan's claws and snaps oh, them off Logan's halfway. Oh, because Logan's like, I have no more claws anymore. That's crazy. Because that's the Wouldn't they just grow back? That's what but the, why down. wouldn't those heal? Everything else heals. Yeah, they should heal. Nothing in this movie makes sense, Ryan. Come on, <laughs> I know, Todd. I'm just going to scream for the next, I don't know, two hours. We're stuck doing this. So, wait, but then the ambulance shows up and they take Wolverine into the hospital. This whole scene is crazy, by the way. He would have already healed before they even got to the hospital. Like, they get to the hospital and they're like, what? He doesn't have any wounds? And it's like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, wait two minutes. It's like, is this a joke? And then Logan jumps up and, like, grabs the surgeon. He's like, where is he? And Surgeon's like, what the fuck is happening? And then Stryker (laughs) just, like, waltzes in. He's like, yeah, because that's a thing someone can do. Just, like walk into the OR. That's just I know, a thing then, that can But see, happen. then they walk out of the OR. Nobody follows yeah, them, by the way. Yeah, everybody's like, like I none guess of those that's people, fine. There's nobody <laughs> in this hospital. What the hell? To be fair, if I were a medical doctor and I had someone on the slab that I swear was dead or near dead 10 minutes ago, and then they suddenly and he literally weren't. gets up and walks out the fucking door, I'm not going to stop him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I'm going to stay right the fuck where I am and pray that he forgets my face. That's what's <laughs> yeah, going to happen. Okay, so I agree with that. But what I want to know is like when they walk into the hallway, why there's absolutely no hospital personnel in this entire fucking facility. It's an empty fucking hallway. Like, did they not have any like... I get the impression this is just like a tiny tiny yeah like middle of nowhere canadian in the middle of nowhere yes that's true but i also got the impression that striker is like such a high level military guy that he could be like clear the hospital i need to talk to logan and just be like fuck all these people like who fucking cares don't, don't clear the people that are operating on him right now i believe that yeah 
However, however, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I have some, I have some questions because like they're still oh, in Canada. No. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've I have an infinity of questions, but <laughs> they're still in Canada. He takes them off to Alkali Lake, which, if I remember from X three, is in Canada. Yeah. Yes. Stryker is an American military official. In this, yes. Like, wait, how, what? But I guess we're supposed to believe that he's collaborating with the Canadian government on whatever this project is. But we is. never see a Canadian government official I mean, or maybe military we official. Do. It's not like they tell us anything about any of the characters we see. Maybe all of those this doctors fucking, were Canadian. I can't, like, uh, Todd, and then what Lake is both in British Columbia, but it's also in rural Pennsylvania, and I don't, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't, like, it I doesn't don't matter. It's like, I don't Basically, like, the writers do not understand the difference between Canada and the United States. They, they don't. <laughs> they're like, there's a line between them somewhere. Yeah, it's just like, you have to show ID before you drive in. I think that's the only difference. Whatever. <laughs> I don't Whatever. even know. Okay, anyway, so the Striker's like, I warned you. I didn't even know it was Saratooth, but I can give you the tools to stop yes. him. That's basically what happens Yeah, he's here, basically so. just trying to come up with a reason to get Logan to agree to do the weapon X surgery, which I just want to register that I hate this. I hate that Logan agrees to the surgery because that's like Why? fucked up like that doesn't make any fucking sense it's like more interesting if he doesn't agree to it you know and if they like i mean that's what happens in the cartoon him. he goes from like zero to the count of monte cristo in about four minutes yeah he does i don't know what's going on but there. he's like yeah let's let's fucking do it let's put the adamantium inside my body i'm down i'm fucking yeah, down 100 percent. well why don't we get like a live action version of the animated series when logan like trips and falls down a hole and <laughs> weapon x is just standing there i would love to see that <laughs> Yeah, why didn't he fall in a hole and get kidnapped by Weapon X? That's how I remember it. <laughs> that would have been funny. It would have been I mean, really have fucking been funny. It. And also, it would have worked about as well as this did. Like, why did Stryker do I this? I did I did laugh at one thing, though. When Stryker uh, promises that he will give Logan the tools to kill Sabretooth, quote, on my son, I swear on my son's life. And I'm yeah. like, well, that doesn't mean that much. That doesn't mean much because his yeah. son, he treats his son like fucking shit. But we've already, we already I mean, know that. He has a son on ice later, right? Like, isn't that a thing? Well, we've already seen X-Men and X2 and X3 by the time this movie well, comes out. But there so is we already also a know... shot of his son later in the movie. Yes, that's, that's true. What I'm saying. That's they true. Have, he has on like an ice or well, something but, like but that. But Ryan, we, the viewer already remembers who Stryker's son is and knows that that line is ironic. Well, what if they never saw X-Men 2? Nobody who saw this movie didn't see X Men. That's, That's true. Like true. nobody was like, "I don't see." This movie is wall to wall references to other X Men movie shit. There is nothing in That's this movie true. that belongs That's true. to just this, this is movie. almost like when they did like the bad Terminator movies. Mm-hmm. That's what this is. <laughs> it's very much that. So anyway, Logan agrees to do this. He just goes ahead and agrees to have adamantium shoved into his his body. And then we have this scene where that happens, and it's all very okay, dramatic. Well, they have like not Heather Hudson here, by the way. They have somebody oh, that they clearly right. took from the TV series, and she's like, because Heather Hudson comes in later and she dies instantly. Mm-hmm. But like this version, this lady, this lab woman looks like Heather Hudson from the cartoon, so they clearly went to that for a reference. Yeah. And like Logan's just like, Logan's like, I've dealt with worse. And this one was like, No, this is the worst thing you're ever going to experience in your life. And Logan's just kind of like, Whatever. Yeah, but you know, then it's the most painful shit that's ever happened. And we and get- yeah, then they ask him like, What to put on the dog tags? And Logan goes, Put the name Wolf. Wolverine. Wolverine. 
there. It's just like, oh my God, yeah. shut up. But they must have kept Logan on there because Rogue sees that it says Logan later, right? Well, you see it later in the movie. It yeah, says both Gab's Logan and Gabbit figures out. Wait, I think it's really funny that both Gabbit and Rogue are the ones who have to look at his dog tag. And he's like, I don't know who name. I am. And they're like, well, it's on your fucking name tag, bro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he puts, there's this whole tortured sequence where Stryker is like, okay, erase his memory. Like now that he's agreed to have the adamantium okay. put into his okay, body. I have a note that is just the words, my memories in all caps. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> we need why oh we need to make that into a t-shirt we do. Yeah. also my memory my, my note here says luckily we get to watch logan have a weapon x flashback in the weapon x flashback that's so true thank god you it's know like 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 we keep on talking about like how in these movies and even the cartoons like there's just so many flashbacks to weapon x to the point like remember in, what was it x-men 3 it's like or the only X2 thing that's like, ever happened to it was him, x2 seemingly. x2 we were like oh my god it happened so many times that it's fucking annoying and this it's like it's happening but then he's having flashbacks within the flashback and I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. So somehow Logan overhears Stryker saying that they're going to erase his memories and he starts flipping out, manages to break out of the like glass. This isn't how he loses in. the memories, by it the way, isn't. which is like not what happens in the comic I know, books. But I know. This is this set looks 10 times better than the rest of the movie because it's literally just the Alkali Lake set from two. It is. It's yeah, literally it like is. they're just showing us the same set they've already <laughs> they built and it. used in like yeah. every other X-Men movie. It's this set. They've just had it there in the background. We lost over why it's weapon x oh did we we did because striker turns to one of the like five american military officials and he's like yeah roman numeral 10 why wouldn't you say weapon 10 so he's like the 10th one they've tried to do fuck up but the best part is that later they call weapon 11 Weapon Eleven, not Weapon XI. I know. So so stupid. Wait, so but that's fucking okay. Stupid. To be fair, this is how people handle. And I don't. I I'm judgmental about this towards them. But like people that look at Final Fantasy, and they're like, I played. It's like people like I played Final Fantasy Eight, Nine, and X. Yeah. Like that's what people do. And it's like, uh, wait, that's still ten. Yeah. But whatever. Well, I mean, I say X two instead of ten two. So the joke is on me. Same. That's true. You know? Joke is on us. The joke is on all of it's, us. I love it. Weapon, so anyway, we, technically, technically, it should be weapon. Right, we should be calling weapon it the Weapon 10 program. Cool. <laughs> also, FFX sounds cooler than FF10. Let's be real about that. It's, it's Look, this is, why, this is why Deadpool's real name is Weapon XI. We all know I, it. But we're we're all it should have been that. Weapon XI. I'm just screaming shit. <laughs> yeah, we're all I, screaming. At this point, I'm so mad at this movie that I'm saying shit that I like can't even agree with my own self at this yeah. point. Like, I can't even, like, what's happening? Yeah, I don't really think Deadpool should be called Weapon 11. We, take back everything I just said. So anyway, Logan doesn't lose <laughs> okay, his so memory. He fucking... But then he wakes up and he goes rip shit and he does the Hugh Jackman thing where he runs around he naked screams. for like 20 minutes. Yeah, he... I, I definitely have the line show us the adamantium dick cowards. Yes, they do I not show it. us the dick. They don't do. This is like a preview. I f- we do see Hugh's ass a couple we times. We do see wait, his wait, ass. Wait, wait, wait. Can we turn that into a t-shirt? <laughs> like, show, show us the adamantium dick, dick. <laughs> I mean, if you'll go on a screen printer who will do it, why not? I mean... Yeah, exactly. They, they are the cowards if they don't do it. So then we get like a preview of the same scene that I feel like we've also had in a lot of Wolverine content where Logan runs out of Weapon X and then goes to just a humble farmhouse and like these two folks help him out like an older lady and an older guy and they give him clothes. Wait, wait, well, and- hold on. We have to talk about how this guy, it's, so it's James and Heather Hudson. Yes. That's who they yeah. are and it's terrible because that's not who those characters are and the, the real characters are actually playing here are Uncle Ben and Aunt May. Kind of, yeah. But, you know, 
And so Uncle Ben finds him in the fucking bar naked, and he doesn't question it. He does. Like, had he does. Give him some credit. He's like, "You don't have any fucking clothes. What is, what's going on?" And Logan's like, "Yeah, I've had yeah, a rough like night." So, so Uncle Ben's like, "Here, like you can fit to my kids' clothes." Yeah. And then, and then Logan goes inside their house. Destroys into this comical their oh, Wait, 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 wait. We skipped something important. Okay. Did we? So uh, Uncle Ben is like. He said he invites him inside to try on his son's clothes. Yeah, true. Yeah. And then he hands him like a blanket and says, "Cover up," because uh, he, he basically <laughs> says something that amounts to, "If my wife sees your dick, she'll die." Yeah. Yes. Like, He's like <laughs> is it gonna like know? slice her in half? Like, what's Which happening? I'm like, wow, yeah. that's a lot. He's like, I don't need my yeah. wife to I see mean, how fucking sexy you are. He's she's gonna have a heart attack if she sees this. She'll shit. have a heart attack. My, oh. Your dick will literally kill my wife. And I know. Logan it's shrugs and he's like, that's fair. Uh, the Adam and Logan, Logan's like, Logan's yeah. like, I know. It's done it before. Yeah. It's happened. So they go in. So, okay, they go inside the bathroom, which I actually, this is probably the only scene that I like. Even though he pops his claws so in the anime, bad, they, they look like cartoon. They look like his cartoon claws awful, from the animated series. Awful. And then he, like, comically, like, in a Warcraft Valley kind of way, like, breaks <laughs> the entire bathroom. Bathroom apart. What I love about the claws is that they are perfectly tapered or forged, like a knife blade. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Like, apparently the adamantium process also made him a blacksmith. Yeah. <laughs> or they, like, sharpened them before they put him in. Do you guys like the part when he, like, sli- like sh- what is it called? He, like, he slices them against each other and yes. does the sparks, but they look so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's terrible. Terrible. So, anyway, he destroys the entire bathroom before putting the claws back in, which felt like a real Cyclops put on your glasses type of a moment where I was like, Logan, it really put was. away the By the way, we're halfway claws. through the movie. This is the halfway point. Okay, great. I can't Nothing wait. Nothing has happened. Nothing is Nothing happened. Okay. happened. Compared to previous movie episodes, though, we're making good time. I know. That's actually impressive. Nothing happens, which is great. He carries the piece of the sink downstairs and shows it to Uncle Ben and Aunt May, who are like genuinely shocked. What? Yeah. The fuck? And- <laughs> I know. That's that's what. Yeah, because Uncle Ben's like, so you're going to sleep in the yeah, barn tonight. Which actually, okay, yeah. so he says that, and then there's a great, there's just one beat of silence before the cut. <laughs> I like and it's the it's the oh you're serious beat. I liked it. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> Logan's like, oh you're not kidding. Yeah. And then they immediately cut to him sleeping in the bar. I fucking I love it. I was like, Logan, why are you surprised though? Like you just fucking <laughs> destroyed their bathroom. He's just like, uh, yeah, you're welcome to stay here, but no. Please go somewhere where you're not going to kill my wife with your dick or cut my house apart. Yeah. You know what's terrible is that they redo this entire fucking scene Logan, in Logan. I, that's what I thought of. Do they? Yes. Wow. And I was like, I don't like that. Like, I, it made me feel weird that they, like, took some of the ideas from this movie. I remember, I remember because I was still with my ex at the time and he was like, he was really mad at it. He was like, you know, of course he walks into a farm with, like, farm people. We know how this is all going to go. Like... Yeah, and then, of course, these people fucking die. Like, again. I want to... Okay, this is a very stupid thing mm-hmm. before we leave these two... This is this is in my <laughs> notes where I have X-Men Origins Wolverine brought to you by Frigidaire because yeah. Aunt May and Uncle Ben yes, immediately Yes, they are going to die, but they um, have to give him but, the like motorcycle are we supposed first. To be, are we supposed to so care Julia about these characters? Blake is the actress who plays Heather, Aunt May. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was... I, she was apparently in an episode. I remembered that she was in an episode of Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Wow. Okay. Where she played a rich friend of Phryne's aunt, right, Prudence, right, yeah. who 
It was during Prohibition in Australia, and she was a drunk. Great. And the whole focus of the episode is about how Julia Blake's character is a Prohibition drunk and is trying to hide it, and someone gets murdered because of that alcohol. That sounds like a way more fun role she's for She's a her. pretty famous British actress, actually. Like, she's got a lot of roles on her. Well, she did a great job in this role for five seconds. Anyway, she's about to die. <laughs> Until she gets... <laughs> She's well, yeah, to because, die because then James walks out the next morning. And he has a hard heart with Logan. I didn't write down anything. Inside it doesn't I don't fucking care. matter. I was like annoyed that this scene was happening up until they died, and then I was like, oh, that's why they were trying to get me to yeah, care. And immediately, and so he gives Logan the leather jacket that's iconic yes. to the X Men movies, and he also gives him a motorcycle. I'll be like, here you go. I, they don't explain where the fuck their son is, by yeah, the way. I don't know. It's like, you can wear all of his clothes, have his motorcycle, have his leather jacket. He even lived in the barn. He moved to Metropolis and he's dating <laughs> Lois Lane. <laughs> oh my God, Todd, I wish that's what they said. It's like, oh, he moved to the big city and became a news reporter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, yes, I think the implication Chekhov's is motorcycle, that. Chekhov's motorcycle, biker jacket they both have except this that this isn't even the same motorcycle like why even have him no. on a motorcycle it's like a callback to x-men but for no fucking because reason in the X-Men movies as you told me last time it's scott's motorcycle right so then why the Logan's. fuck what <laughs> whatever they just wanted to put logan on a motorcycle <laughs> yeah because then in the first movie he has like an rv right so it doesn't even matter so i know i know it's fucking stupid so anyway he's got a motorcycle now that he's gonna lose later who cares how yeah yeah but then instantly heather walks in she goes oh that looks good on you and then she gets shot and dies yep. so then james gets shot and dies mm-hmm. and then agent zero is like outside far away in a hill he's like logan killed him and it definitely wasn't me yeah <laughs> as, he, as he's like putting away the sniper rifle as slowly as he humanly possible <laughs> so then they're like okay well then bomb them and then instantly just the barn explodes yep. and it's like they're like okay logan's dead but then logan's just like driving it out of it like casually on a motorcycle and it's like it happens that fast yeah. and it's like i'm like boom boom boom, boom, boom. here's logan and i'm like whoa i and again and I didn't, yakety sax starts up yeah because yeah. that's yeah. basically what this chase scene is like doesn't Logan? I don't think Logan kills Agent Zero, but he takes out the helicopter, right? And he's like, "Right, I'm gonna oh, fucking okay. kill okay. everybody." There's like a fifty things that we don't need to describe. I know it doesn't matter. At all. He but kills he kills a whole bunch of people by like cutting holes in trucks as he's driving by. It's basically to show that he can cut things with his claws now because they're fancy metal. They are right? fancy yeah. metal. There is one cool thing that happens though. Or, well, okay, air quotes cool. So when he takes out. <laughs> When he takes out the helicopter, which Agent Zero and the pilot are in, I watched this in slow-mo because I wanted to be absolutely certain. They tied... So in this the shot where the helicopter hits the ground and starts to explode, which they show you in like a medium-close shot. It's pretty tight in for something like this to happen. They tied a dummy in the shape of the pilot to the front... <laughs> of the helicopter and if you watch it if you watch it crash you can literally see the body like flip out and wave like wiggle back and forth wow wow great it is it is so like no dude wonder. hanging himself in the okay. background in wizard of oz it is this is like when betty so was a question if she downloaded the right this version is, yeah, or this not. is genuinely around when i was wondering but i was also like when i saw logan using his claws to 
uh, rip up cars while he was like driving around. I was like, I think this is the right version because that looks like not good, but probably final. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it didn't look good by any means. Right. But I was at least like, that was around when I was like, I think this is the right version of the movie. It's just that the movie looks really fucking bad. Yeah, it does. And then like Logan, like there's a sequence of Logan jumping off exploding vehicles. Yeah. That it's like very Matrix. That's like one vehicle explodes and propels him closer Why to the helicopter. Why is any of this happening? He lands on another vehicle that explodes and it like projects him onto the helicopter. And I was like, Why? What is happening? Ugh. Anyway, we're about to get to the worst scene in the film. So. Yup. Are we? Yeah, I think so. Yep. I don't. Oh yeah, we are. I don't know how we get there's, to it. There's one brief moment where um, he talks to Stryker through oh, right. Agent yeah, Zero's after... headset. Yes. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm coming for you." Yeah. Go get you, boy. Right. And then he walks away, and I'm like, "Okay, so you're willing to kill Sabretooth, and you're willing to kill Stryker, but not but even Agent, Agent Zero alive." I didn't get all the way through that sentence before he set the spark that blows up the helicopter, though. And I was just like, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> But that's the stupidest shit too, because it's like his 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 claws cause the spark that lights the oil on fire, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wait a second, and then there's like a cool guitar riff. Where it's like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, and he absolutely does it. By the way, he blows that helicopter the fuck up, and Agent Zero is trapped in it. Yeah, well, right? Agent like, Zero is like already dead. It's like. Well, he's he's alive when Logan is talking to because he basically right. he looks up at Logan when Logan grabs his headset. But I think he's like paralyzed or something because yeah, he can't. He's pinned move. in place and he can't get out because there's a right. great shot of him looking right at the fire coming for the helicopter mm-hmm. shortly before the helicopter. Yeah, and he's like, oh, fucking blows up. no, yeah. <laughs> it's so terrible. It's like that guy who fell off the building in Generation X. We just get like too long a shot of him going no. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, wait. So between the terrible scene and this scene, though, there's like a moment where Stryker is talking to some live dude, and I didn't listen to any of it. I don't know if it was important. Or I, not. This is around yeah. where I just started blacking out. Like the movie doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> like genuinely, nothing matters. I don't remember how Logan even finds John Wraith again, let alone why they go to the boxing gym where Blob they is. They never explain oh, it. They just wait, never like, explain it. Like, he just shows up in Vegas. Yeah. I did. Okay. Do you know what's really funny is that there's a whole sequence of scenes here in which like Sabretooth goes to like Scott Summers school to kidnap him and the only note I have is why are we doing Scott Summers origin and that's all I wrote for any of that yeah you're right there is a Scott Summers origin scene which I also don't know why the fuck that's in the movie because then they do it again by the way next in apocalypse which is like oh my god stop yeah well they're obsessed with origin stories Cyclops has beamy eyes yeah so Cyclops (laughs) you know he has he has his eyes he has those eyes he has and I guess Sabretooth snatches him because Sabretooth is out there grabbing mutants for some type of program who fucking cares it's at the end of the movie nothing matters I don't know also this is this is I think this is when I jumped into the slack and it's like guys what time period is this happening in? <laughs> exactly. That's a really good question. Because it's, it's not right after the Vietnam War. And that's it. We know it's after the Vietnam it's before War. before X-Men 1. Yeah. But like also Cyclops is a teenager here. And I guess maybe it's supposed to be like the late 70s, early 80s. But nobody is wearing any clothing or hairstyles from that time. There's zero like true. set decorations to convey that. So like, I generally don't know when this is taking place. I don't place. even think it matters, honestly. Like, I don't think the movie's interested in that question movie matters, at all. I don't think Well, I was thinking about this while I was watching the movie, but technically, like, X-Men Days of Future Past erases this erases movie all and of that happening. Thank and God. Like, wait. You know? 
You thank God. Um, so we have to talk about the terrible scene, guys. Like, I don't know how to talk well, about okay, it, but so it's here. We can start with by saying that Logan goes to meet up with Will I Am at the Glow set. That's what's going <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> So they're filming I mean, an episode you're not of Glow. Wrong. That is no, pretty much what happens. Yeah. Um, so this is where we see Dukes again, and Dukes has a guilt-induced eating disorder, apparently, according to this film. And now he is That's not even the blob's power. I, know. I oh god. So this, this you probably scene... knew that I had a lot to say about this. Yeah, scene. I'm actually I'm waiting. I don't... I, I'm, I'm... <laughs> I honestly, okay. I, this is infuriating to me, but I'm going to hand up the mic right over to you, Todd. The, so go the, for it. The first note I have is he developed a bit of an eating disorder. Me. Oh, good. This won't go massively wrong. Uh, so, like, this is basically Fat Thor, the prequel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's actually worse than Fat Thor. I would say oh, yeah, so. No, yeah. Considerably. And Fat Thor was still pretty fucking shit. So, yeah. Consider that. But, like, the whole reason that Logan is here is because he thinks Fred will know where Victor is. Yes. Right. And Wraith, for the record, is like, okay, you can ask him, but like, he's really sensitive about his weight now. So, like, don't do anything to provoke him, dude. And uh, Logan walks out and says, hey, fat Fred. Yeah, immediately. And I was like, fuck off. I'm just skipping the yeah. rest of this and i watched enough of the scene before i decided i was just gonna completely it's terrible fast forward through it, which i did yeah. it's i mean you didn't make the wrong call there that it's, was it's, it's a really it's, bad scene it's it's not funny at all it's mostly it's action no, there's no jokes really the joke is just like look at this fat person which is not a joke right and like what's so bad about it is that like i, I you fast forward through it but it goes on for 10 it's minutes so where they long. keep on making they the keep, jokes they keep and it's like it doesn't stop it. Yeah, they keep intercutting it with other stuff happening so that you can't, like, if you want to pay attention to what's happening in the other scene. You kind of have have to. to, But there's no reason for this to be here in the film at all. Like, plot-wise, it does not move anything forward at all. Right. Yeah. Wolverine calls him, yeah, he knows nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he doesn't have anything. Wolverine calls him Bub, and he says, did you just call me? And then, like, punches him across the room. Yeah, Yeah, it's bad. And, like, and the whole end of this scene is him walking back to Wraith and Wraith going, Well, you could talk to Gambit. And I'm like, Well, what the fuck? What what is the point of any of this? Like, it's just like. It's terrible. uh, I don't know. It's terrible. And for the kicker, (laughs) this character, like, they kill Fred off screen. Yes. Yeah. In a single line of dialogue in the very next scene. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm well, so I don't upset. even know. So here's the thing is that like I there's a cut scene where they show what does actually happen to Fred. And it's like, I don't know if this is any better. It's like they what happens is that Sabretooth shows up and ties Fred into like the the glow wrestling match and puts him in bondage essentially mm-hmm. and then does this whole thing where he like shames him for being fat and then like does this like weird rapey like I'm gonna fuck you and kill you thing and it's like it's really bad yeah I don't know if that's any better in fact cool. I would actually argue that might be worse so <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. I, I don't know it's kind of a toss-up because like every other character in the original like, they could have just not had group, this scene here and that would yeah. be fine I mean I, as soon as they put blob in the movie though as soon as they put blob in the movie they clearly had the commitment to do this fucking bullshit though like clearly i just i wouldn't understand it's like like for the for the record any portrayal of the blob is gonna feel real bad yeah because you can't 
get an actor. Like, no human being exists that looks like the blob as the blob is portrayed in the comics. Right. 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 So, the result is that you get what they did here, which was makeup. A fat suit. Right. Makeup and a fat suit. But speaking as a fat person, here's the problem. The fat suit never actually looks like the way fat hangs on an actual body. Mm-hmm. Also, they didn't do a fat suit in this. I think they did entirely CG. It looks you terrible. Know, that's even worse. I know. I, <laughs> like, that's why just, I'm just calling it out as being I shitty. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to dwell on this, but like, just if you, if you feel like you don't understand fat phobic tropes in movies... This is hilariously a really good primer because it is basically every terrible fat phobic trope wrapped up into one character for six minutes who is then killed off screen. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Like, and it's like, it's not even worth completely it. Completely unnecessary. Yeah, it's I, completely unnecessary. I do. Th- okay, so here's the thing is that I, I, I've noticed in the most recent run of the X-Men where they have they have him in that. So basically the blob was in Hick, he's in Hickman's run and he was in the age of X-Men In age of X-Men. They wrote him really well for the first time. I was like, Oh my God, for once they're not writing him as a fucking like fat phobic, uh, joke uh, stereotype yeah. yeah they're not doing that anymore and i'm like okay thank god and since then they've stopped calling him the blob almost entirely they just call him fred and i'm like thank god because i hate that name i'm also. on board mm-hmm. like- yeah i mean yeah I, I and i hope it sticks i mean who knows it's but i do find that you know at least with the right writers on x-men they make progressive changes so let's hope it actually stays that way <laughs> so yeah and there's like there there are Marvel characters. Like, okay, there are fat Marvel characters. There are plenty of fat Marvel characters. Not all of them are treated horribly. Like Gold no. Balls, I think is the other one, right? Like he and actually, yo, but gets, he was wait, was he invented in like I don't know 2010 or something? So yeah. I think it was He's a different time period. Relatively new, but I'm also thinking of things yeah. like Big Bertha from Great Lakes Avengers, mm-hmm. which is oh, I love her by the way. I. Liked her until I read the GLX disassembled I did trade not get paperback. That far. Is Good. it bad? <laughs> Don't read it. It's okay. terrible. Like I will just the, take your word for that. I will explain because I have to. You know, it, so Bertha's power is that she can either be like a gigantic, like blob-like fat lady or a thin supermodel, and apparently her being a supermodel and her work pays for all of the great like whatever. Fine. But apparently, in the GLX comics, they explain how she goes from the Big Bertha form to the supermodel form, and it's all an extended eating disorder joke. Oof. Oh, no God. Thanks. I it's, hate that. It's all an extended bulimia joke. It's really gross. And it took a character that I thought was actually really cool and completely ruined her for me. So, yeah. Yeah. That sucks. That Skip it. Really that fucking really sucks. sucks. Okay. I mean, I, I comics will. are Thanks sometimes fucking bad. I mean, this. Well, you know what it is? Is that they introduce it like with one writer. They'll have a character concept and then another writer will pick it up. And generally, those writers are pretty good. But then you have like one really terrible, shitty Who writer that just destroys. Who can ruin it for everyone because of the way comics yeah. canon works? Where like just one person can come in and be like, I have a terrible idea. And now everybody else has to fucking fix it and like bend over backwards trying to make it work. Like. I don't know. I'm glad to hear that like Fred Dukes' character is changing in the comics, but I'm also like, just one writer can fucking undo that, you know? Like, yeah, I, it, yeah, it sucks. takes like two seconds. It sucks that that's the way that it is. Um, but yeah, I think this movie's shit. I genuinely think this is the worst <laughs> scene in the film. I was, I didn't watch it in the sense that I just I, looked away I, from I, the screen I because I was it. so. I literally skipped it's, it. Like, it's very uncomfortable. Unhappy. I mean, like, it's like, I don't, I, it's a, it's a, it's a very, 
I, it's very hard for me to decide which is more uncomfortable is this scene or the scene where they murder a bunch of black people like they're both really it's, it's really upsetting and i i again is why i don't want anyone to watch this movie like i hope you're just yeah. listening to this episode and laughing along with us because stuff like this, this is, is really like the harmful. closest you should get like it's harmful to people to watch this to like watch themselves be dehumanized on screen like whether it's racist whether yeah. it's fat phobic yeah, it whatever the, like it makes it applies you f- to killing all the brown people at the beginning it applies to the attempted rape of an asian woman in the beginning it applies to this it also it, it also like makes fun of people that it suffers from from PTSD because yes. that's constantly mocked in this and it's like what yeah. is going on yeah, I don't, it's like I, I really think this movie is harmful like we we will tell jokes about it we'll laugh about it because that's what we must do we watch this piece I of mean, shit I, and well, like know, that's how like, we have to get through it okay exactly. but you should not fucking watch but also, this you listen we like, remember hating this movie and like we were so like we did not want to watch this movie but we had to for the show right sure. and like walking up to it the reason we didn't watch the movie we didn't want to watch the movie is because we were like oh it's going to be bad and like obviously with the leaked footage of that being bad already we're like this is gonna be bad but i think what we didn't really realize is like how much we internalized when we saw it like that's in what makes me feel sad about it genuinely. and then we go back and it's like oh the real reason we hate this movie is because it's incredibly horrible <laughs> to, to <laughs> everyone like i don't i don't remember but it's like thinking that in like time, a comedic but... way which can also be really bad and toxic too but like this is just like straight up like let's just make like let's just put wolverine in juxtaposition with like all these terrible horrible like which things. i and don't it's think like, is even that he also just sits there and it's like yeah it's okay and it's like which is also not who logan is like yeah. logan is very much like the person who's going to protect all those marginalized people so i I'm don't just, i don't know i it's it's not to say that i don't think there are terrible wolverine comics because there are <laughs> like there's certainly times where logan is a well, fucking sure. idiot and like a white savior etc etc but like I don't know. I I think that a charitable rewriting of Wolverine's history could make those stories a lot more interesting. That's not and what that is here. not what happens here. In this movie, Logan is a fucking racist. He's fat shaming people. He's judgmental. He's short-sighted. He's selfish. Like this version of Logan, I don't like. I don't like him. Like I don't want to know it's him. It's like not a version of Logan we even know. It's it's so bad. And of course, it doesn't matter because at the end of the movie, yeah. yeah. I know. He loses all those memories and we don't know what kind of person he is afterwards anyway. So, so it's like he gets to have a fresh start at not being a shitty person, which is like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, why so even, like, why did we, we watch this piece of shit then? Can we just erase people's memories when they're like racist and then they get a second chance? Because I don't know if I really want that either. No. I just kind of want I mean, that's them to not be what gone, this movie's period. about. If this movie was like trying to actually navigate like the morals that it's presenting, that would be this interesting. Mo- this movie is barely <laughs> navigating itself as a movie. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, well, we get, we get to watch Gambit in a second. So that's yeah, that's something. We sma- smash cut to Nola. Mm-hmm. Smash cut to Gambit. Gambit being a pretty boy in in New Orleans, um, just hanging out at a card table, being a card shark. Okay, so hold on. We have to make mention. That, uh, there's a couple things here. So first, the the second half of Cyclops getting captured. Saber oh tooth right, this year. right which we don't need to talk too much yeah, about that because I don't care. <laughs> Lasers a school and a half. That was actually pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. I was like, I holy mean, shit, Scott. It's also like the only thing he does in this movie, which is really funny because it's the only scene they showed in the trailer for, uh, for him. And it was like, okay, the only thing he does is the only like, scene. in the trailer. Accidentally nuke a school. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. classic Scott. And so the other thing is that eyes, Blob dude. does eventually tell Logan that Victor and Stryker are working together. And Logan's like, what? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. 
which are like okay yeah. and it's like fucking doug logan and then he explains that Sabretooth and striker are kidnapping mutants and experimenting on them and that nobody can get to the island that they're right. on but there's one mutant that has been able to escape and that mutant was gambit right. and that's why they go to will they go i was said that's why they go to will i am that's why they're going to new orleans, new orleans. with will i am who's also and there with will i am yeah wraith goes with him mm-hmm. right so Remy doesn't have red eyes. That's fine. I don't know why they did that, though. I feel like it would have been fun. I don't know. It's really unfortunate because, like, this particular actor actually does a pretty good job at being Gambit. Hilariously, I think Gambit's, like, the highlight of this movie for he me. Is. He is. <laughs> He's, like, the only good part. Like, I think that I think that actor has said he was, like, oh, I'll play Gambit, and he went and read as much Gambit as possible. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. He, he you did know, do a good it, job. You know, it's, it's very similar to when... Oh God! What's her name? Alexandra Ship yes, played and she, Storm. She, and she like went did a and bunch of like, research. Like, I've got this. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna read every Storm no comic lines. ever. And then they, yeah, they're like, and they're like, oh, you have two scenes with like maybe seven lines. I mean, this like, is the same as Ryan Reynolds here. at Deadpool. Like, there are people in this film who are clearly trying, and the film does not deserve them at all. I mean, like, I actually think Hugh Jackman is one of those people too. But like, he, he I, I don't have... know why he didn't push back on some of this shit. For all we know, he did. We don't know. Tiny part of me thinks that this is the point where Hugh Jackman was like, I don't want to do this. Anymore. It could have been. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, that's true. I, because, think, like, I actually think it's believable this movie is the reason that he was like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> uh, so anyway, we meet Gambit. This is a cool scene, actually. I, I liked Gambit's stuff. Logan and Gambit have a fight because Gambit isn't going to give up the information that easy. And he's very suspicious that Logan is asking for it and like thinks that Logan is part of Stryker's team, even though Logan is actually looking for his own reasons and is going to destroy the island if he can only figure out where it is. I do think there's parts of the fight scene with with Gambit that are really fucking stupid, like the fire escape part, I think is dumb oh as hell. Oh my God, the fire escape. I thought escape that was thing. So this is like insane. <laughs> yeah. There's like, it's like, okay. Like, so basically, basically... <laughs> So first Logan walks up to the table like Gambit's at and they do like this is straight up them flirting yes. by the they're way. They're gay for they're each like, other. They're like they're heading on each other. They like they really want to like get in each other's pants and then eventually like I don't even know what happens. Logan's like oh I heard you left the island and then like, Gambit's like that's what the last guy said. He literally just says it all. Yeah. Yeah I know <laughs> and then like, Gambit's like oh. Gambit's like what the fuck are you yeah. doing and then blows him through a wall. Yeah. Which is understandable I think. Yeah it is. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't Gambit be suspicious of Logan, who's just walking well, in and like, talking Logan's about like, top sits secret down information? Says, Although I do really love the line, this is perfect for Gambit, when Logan sits down and he goes, are you Remy LeBeau? And he goes, and Gambit goes, do I owe you do I owe money? money? And <laughs> Logan's like, no. And Remy's like, then Remy LeBeau, then, yes. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, perfect. And then they go on to the alley in which uh, Will I Am had already been fighting Sabretooth. Yeah. Oh, Doesn't yeah. he die? Okay, William, okay, William did not need to die fighting him, but the problem is that Will I Am was like, like vanishing around him and then like stopping to be like, I'm going to say one cool line here. <laughs> and now I got to kill you. And, and eventually like Sabretooth grabs him by the side yeah. and it's like, you're too predictable, which it's like, what? I thought that was I don't a know stupid what William is planning on doing, by the way, if he knows that Sabretooth has a healing factor and all he could do is like teleport around. It's like Nightcrawler versus fucking Wolverine. Yeah, it's, it's not stupid. gonna work. You know? And like This I... is also the scene where they kill Fred off screen in a single line of dialogue. Yes. That's oh, right. is it really? It's, oh my yeah, god. It's the one where where Sabretooth basically says Dukes didn't. Yeah. Uh in terms of like putting up a fight or something like that. Right. Oh, I thought I he like, just oh. walks in, doesn't respond to anything at all. He just says Dukes didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe. Yeah. But yeah. No, then they, they kill off like the only black character with any agency in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Yeah. So he's okay, dead. So now, um, but then we go back. Who had a bit part and then they just kill him for nothing because why not? Yeah. He doesn't need to die, but he went ahead and died anyway because uh, yeah. nobody gets to live around nobody, here. I know. And it's unfortunate. And we don't even know anything about these characters. So then Gambit comes out while Wolverine is yelling at Sabretooth because now he's out there and Gambit's like, you don't know what they did to me that island and wolverine just punches him in the face which i actually thought was really funny mm-hmm. i like that fine and then, is this is this before or after he helicopters into the scene with the staff no this is later okay oh, so first, right now he's knocked out and then that's when he helicopters because first sabertooth and logan like gaily wrestle for like five seconds before sabertooth like leaps away and then gambit does all this matrix shit where he's like uh, running along walls like and doing flips and like uh, using his bow staff like a helicopter this was part of why and it, like, i had remembered gambit being bad in the movie because i remembered the first time i watched i thought this fight scene was dumb as fuck so i don't know yeah it is dumb as fuck it is and then that scene you're talking about where like gambit's trying to run up the fire escape but logan's clawing it apart with his claws which wouldn't work because there's like whole platforms in between the ladder but also like gambit just sits on the fire escape and stays on it i I, I don't understand why he did that because he just did like 30 matrix backflips off the wall he just sits on the fire escape like while it's falling and i was like dude move (laughs) and then and then he gets there and logan grabs him and basically says you need to take me to striker and saber tooth by staying out of my way and gambit's just like what the fuck does that mean well no he he very importantly says i'm going to kill all of them yes and that is what convinces gambit to be like oh okay okay yeah, well, yeah. true sure i'm down <laughs> and then he follows it up then by being like, like oh, well, you should have led with that <laughs> yeah seriously but then logan follows it up with being like but also stay out of my way and i was like what yeah well gambit has to <laughs> has to fucking chauffeur him there this is like the first of many or not even the first the like several scenes where logan is airsick like in every movie ever like logan hates by the planes. way maddie i i apologize now because i think this whole this whole particular podcast is you going to having to turn down todd you and i screaming oh, and screaming. blowing out our microphones oh, that's fine. it's, gonna it's be actually one of those just gonna podcasts. be a blanket turn down the volume on every single track so that's <laughs> gonna start really off by easy. turning everything down like 20 yeah. <laughs> really looking forward to that normalize button and not ask yeah me. the compression tool it's very powerful um so uh are they in the plane is this where they're in the plane i don't know gambit has a there's plane there's a very brief scene where the general guy is yeah. talking right. to striker about weapon 11 yes yeah this is and important they show the dead weight pool. on the table yeah <laughs> and they also show that the striker's son is a mutant that's what right. is revealed where we there. Get the shot of him in cryostasis sure or whatever but the yeah. best part is that the general much like the capitalists in the gen x yes. movie is like this is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you, you cannot do this. We are absolutely shutting you down. And Striker's like, oh, and then stabs him with a scalpel. Yeah. I was like, well, yeah. I mean, this scalpel, by I the way, is like the size coming. of a sword. Did you notice that? It's like the longest scalpel I've ever yeah, seen in my super life. Long. It was pretty intense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's a shame this general's a reasonable dude because he's about to get shanked. And then followed with, wow, that didn't even take 45 seconds from when I wrote that note. <laughs> just immediately, funk. Yeah, which I guess right that isn't going to bite Striker in the butt at all. The fact that he just murdered this general, whoever the fuck that <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, that's not going to come back and bite him in the ass. Why not? Yeah. Apparently, there's a mid credit scene where Striker gets detained because of the death of this guy. I'm just seeing this oh, in the yeah, Wikipedia. We'll talk about that later. I but think- we. I, didn't, I don't yet. think that was I in skipped our... the credits. I must have yeah, missed that. Yeah, I don't that. think that was... I mean, you didn't miss much. It's like stupid shit. Yeah, okay. 
So apparently the the death of the general does matter. I just feel like I should note that because uh, sure. Anyway, Gambit has a plane? Question mark. So yeah, and also Gambit and Logan are like gay? having sex on the plane. <laughs> I don't gay. know. I liked them by this point. Me too. I was like, I'm sh- I ship it. I liked them. I, I like their I, energy. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it's like the writers did this or if these actors. They, I'm just gonna like, say it's the, the actors research. because I'm assuming there's no script and nobody knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah, so. because like the the. The way they the dialogue they have here is so similar to dialogue that Wolverine and Gambit have in the comic books because the two of them are very much like this where they're kind of flirty and like kind of like like taking jabs at each other but it's like playful and kind of like I want to suck your cock a little mm-hmm. bit. So. I liked all of it, and so they get to yeah. the island. Um, I well, we should point out it's not just any island. Yeah, it's Three Mile Island. It's Three Mile Island nuclear plant in Pennsylvania, right? Which is also alcohol lake. Don't worry about yeah, it's it. It's not out in the middle of anywhere either. Like. It's in a city. Yeah. <laughs> it's on an island, but that yeah. island is yeah, in a river on a, in yeah. a city. <laughs> like, it's it's not like the island of Lost here. Yeah. Like, it's right. like it's literally just There's there. a bridge. Like, you later see emergency vehicles driving over the bridge onto the but island. But in this version of reality, they have to take Gambit's plane in order to get there, seemingly. And there's no other way on and off the island, I guess. Because why not? Sure, sure. So there's a series <laughs> of reveals here where Logan finally learns the entire plot that we already know, which is that Kayla Silverfox is still alive and she was forced to do all of this bullshit. That's shocking, I guess. I mean, I don't know. I can't remember if I was shocked by it the first time I saw this movie. I don't think I was. I literally had the sentence, this twist is stupid as fuck. So I probably wasn't shocked. Yeah. Um. So this is where they tell us about her powers, which are like this mind control power where she can touch people and, and get them to do her bidding. And she and Stryker is like, that's why we assigned her to you so that you would fucking do shit for us. But then that didn't work. Wow, so did we, we had to the, kill her. I, like, I didn't realize that we got there that quickly. I mean, maybe I skipped something i don't think so though no i don't no, think you did. i mean there's there's a very brief part where they talk about wade but that's it yeah i mean it's pretty much like i mean we're all he shows we're up. all just rolling down no, the hill at right. this point okay this... so this scene actually is is the doctors are in this and i love that this is the alkali lake set even though it's clearly pennsylvania so mm-hmm, anyhow mm-hmm. there there are a bunch of doctors that are operating on wade and they all have their backs to the right? door and striker is there and striker has his backs to the door and Logan walks in completely silently and he gets halfway through them and then Stryker's like, hello, Logan, without turning around. Right. And I'm like, classic. Whatever. They saw him <laughs> on the mirror that they have carefully positioned to see who is walking into the door. Right, or something like that. It's And then that, they have this whole discussion. Kayla is alive and I'm like, oh, good. She's out of the fridge for the next, I want to say, 10 mm-hmm. minutes. If that. Yeah. Yeah. And then. At some point, like, it's revealed... I I don't think it's revealed in this scene. I think it's the next one where it's revealed that her sister has been kidnapped. Like, Logan dramatically leaves. That's the next one. Because right now, she explains just, like, how she died. That was the thing that killed me. It's like, Stryker explains all this shit, and then Logan's like, fuck this. And this turns around and leaves. And I'm like, why are you leaving? Yeah, like, you don't want to kill anybody anymore? The movie was about you getting here. Yeah, and then he just leaves, I think only so that there can be the secondary reveal, which is that Kayla's sister has been kidnapped by Stryker, and she's a mutant also. Also, her sister's Emma Frost. Don't worry about it. And... Also, <laughs> Sabretooth is, like, jerking off to all this in the hallway. Yeah, Sabretooth is, like, also kind of there. Um, And so that means that we, the audience, can now be back on Silver Fox's side again because we're like, can oh, we? she had she had to do all of this because 
her she sister was, was kidnapped yada, yada, yada. and so she's not actually the evil but what lady does that even who say? we think it's like, she there's is. only like one female lady in this that's so like oh no i was manipulated but this is like fucking james bond it's shit. terrible she is she is like everything and nothing at the same time like she is like extremely it's, sexy evil and yet she is also very innocent and pure and she's also being manipulated by like oh how horrible people are they're they're, they're fucking me yeah. i know maddie, maddie had it right at the beginning that she's both the virgin and the yeah. whore and that's yeah sort which of, is really it's amazing i don't it's, know if i've really seen that wild. before like that's, <laughs> I, know, I feel like i i can't really think of another time that's quite worked well the only character that can the only other character that can really do that is gene yes that's true gene does get to pull it off and so this is wolverine's and much type. like this character gene doesn't get to do anything either right so at least in these films true true so then um striker's like no bitch and then victor i like her mutation we're gonna keep emma here so yeah. i guess to continue experiment on her because i'm secretly mr sinister mm-hmm. and so logan- <laughs> he should have just been mr sinister that would have been fine at some point victor has kayla by the throat yeah oh, oh yeah yeah that's true and she screams super loud and i'm like okay but two seconds later you can barely talk because he's got you around the throat yeah, yeah. so also then he's touching scream. you so yeah this must be when we find out that her power doesn't her work on Sabretooth. Yeah. Well, there's a moment there where Sabretooth is like, after Logan leaves, he pops up in front of Stark and he goes, you let him walk away. <laughs> and then he grabs Silver Fox and that's when she screams and we find all that and Logan comes running back. Because he's he like, like oh no, a woman's screaming. My kryptonite. Yeah, I have to do, I have to do something. I'm a man. And he runs back <laughs> in and like, he goes to like, there's like this 20 minute fight sequence between Sabretooth and Wolverine and I like can't follow him. It's follow not anything important. Like, they like crash the window i know but they crash the window they (laughs) land on a different story but then they're all still there so i'm like wait did they go down a story or not and then like silver fox is like and the building is fucking absurd i don't fucking know this like i don't know what warehouse they shot i know there's also a scene we skipped that doesn't really matter but like it's it's where victor is begging striker to put the adamantium inside of him and striker's like you wouldn't be able to handle handle it yeah which is stupid because we know that saber tooth can handle it is that canon i feel like i remember saber tooth in the comics at one point being like really mad that he didn't have the adamantium in him also but i well, might just be making that up maybe because i'm I've, watching this <laughs> movie for too long yeah he wants a little adamantium in him <laughs> well he wants Wolverine's adamantium in him only not in this movie because they're brothers and that's creepy that's not different from when he's like the cartoon where it's like his dad yeah whatever anyway none of this fucking matters he doesn't get adamantium in this version but he still manages to fight wolverine and not instantly die even though i don't know well, there's, but there's he almost kills Sabretooth, and that's when silver fox runs and she's like you're not an animal logan and he's like you're right i'm not and i'm like what yeah like don't, logan okay. is like on top of Sabretooth, <laughs> like straddling him with like his claws to his throat oh actually this is important because this is part of the ongoing bit of the movie where they're like the only way to kill someone with a healing factor is to decapitate them. Right, which is not you even to, true, but sure. You have to sure. remove their head from their body, and when Logan is on top of Victor, he's got his claws, like, right at his neck. Yeah. The implication is gonna, that he's, if he stabs forward, he's gonna decapitate 
right. Victor. Except I guess it's also a running thread that Logan is like deciding whether or not he's a human or an animal. And like there was also the moment with Kayla where uh. he was like, it turned out that you weren't the moon. You were the trickster, but I'm still the Wolverine. <laughs> I forgot about all that. And then like I'm ran so out glad of the room. That fucking story comes back it for comes back around even though oh the story my God, doesn't I hate this work, movie. Okay, but, but then then after all this, Silver Fox like meets up with Logan and Logan just glares at her like it's like okay bitch I don't trust okay. you she goes and she's like well you know they have my sister we have to go save all the mutants and Logan's like okay, okay. she convinces him to do it and they go down into the basement and all of the Ugh. mutants that they have trapped are like everyone they're all they're in cells that are just like at ground level yeah and they're cages basically and every mutant has some sort of thing that disables their power because otherwise they would just fucking walk out the door mm-hmm. yeah and they have this great shot of Logan basically doing running towards like, the camera, a baseball team <laughs> clap walk. Yes, where he's just using his claws <laughs> on all the claws while like running towards the camera. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. It's so stupid. But it opens all the cages, and now all of the mutants are there, and they're his friends, and they're strong, and we love all of them suddenly, even though we've seen them for five fucking seconds. One of them is Emma Frost, who, like, has taken off her orange prison jumpsuit to reveal her, like, white shirt underneath white so outfit. that she can yeah. be wearing white. Yeah, we have white. Toad, by we the have way. Toad, we have Toad, I guess. And then we have Scott. Scott is also there. There's a We also have Iceman, and we have Quicksilver, who's, like, spinning around crazily. Oh, yeah, that's right, because he was in his cage, like, spinning. Right, his white hair, and it's, he's also in credited in the credits as Quicksilver. And then there's some other diet guy. I don't know who the fuck he's supposed to be, but I just wrote him down as Tornado Man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who that's supposed or to Air be. Or Airman, if we're going to go down like the Mega Man route here. <laughs> yeah, da, da, he's Airman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the music would at least would have been better here. Yeah. So now all of the little baby mutants are there and they're all going to like break out together. There's like some escape sequences where Emma and Scott work together, um, yeah. which I guess only makes sense if it is Emma and Scott, but it's not. There is one important one where they hit they hit a T junction. Oh yeah. yeah. And Emma's like, what the fuck direction do we go? And we hear Patrick oh, Stewart yeah. in Scott's head going left. Yeah, and why? <laughs> why though? Like, why is, is Xavier like, involved suddenly? Like Xavier's suddenly in the background, like, I'm gonna help, but not that much. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't explain anything either. It's just it's classic like, Xavier going, go left. Yeah, like, also, who are you? Why should I? Just, yeah. just do it. Xavier could also freeze everybody, yeah, but in this moment, this. he's like, like nah, Xavier could have put a stop nah. to literally all of this from happening. <laughs> like, Xavier could have saved everybody's lives. Like, what the fuck, dude? I don't know. Okay, but we're like skipping all over the place. Which I know, I, I, I know. Granted, it's so chopped up that it's hard to follow. Uh, so Cyclops is here. There's also two twins that look like Monet from Generation X. And like, <laughs> I think they're p- mutant powers that they're just twins. Yeah. I don't really know. <laughs> then he starts fighting Deadpool because that he's been oh my god Deadpool he's been, yeah. okay, because okay. now he's weapon 11 and they've sewn his mouth shut yes right so that he so doesn't he talk, talk anymore. anymore and they turned him into Baraka from Mortal Kombat yeah and also before we get to the the whispering of Patrick Stewart in Cyclops' ear is that Emma runs out and then suddenly there's bullets flying everywhere so she turns into a diamond form which is like the shittiest looking thing I've ever seen it in my like life shit. they managed to figure it out for January Jones but in this it's like her body's just covered in literal, like, big chunks of, like, CG, like, She I don't looks know, like she's like, covered in Swarovski crystals or something. Like, just little that, bits and pieces. It's, it's that, but it's also been, her like, clip art. Swar- turn into a Fabergé egg. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that, but it's, like, clip art. 
diamonds yeah. that's all over her. It's terrible. She looks like a Christmas tree ornament. So anyway, yeah. there's that shot. But she can repel bullets. And then she's like, Scott, take off your glasses and point in this direction. And he like does it and like blows up an entire wall, but then doesn't know if he did anything. Right. Like, Scott, weren't you looking at it as you did it? Like, couldn't you see that you were killing people? Yeah, like, and then this what? is when Silver Fox and Emma separate because Silver Fox tells her to go ahead. And yes. then Emma's like, but I won't. She's like, you have to get them out of here. So Emma leads them out of here because apparently she's in charge now. And Silver Fox reveals that she's, she's like, got a bullet will wound in her. And that's when, like, fucking Patrick Stewart's like, go left. Go right. <laughs> so, and I'm like, I'm like, you that already is have- pretty much the volume of, that he delivers that line of dialogue in, though. Yeah, for, for right. the record. And also, but Emma Frost is here. Why isn't she just dealing with this? I don't know. Well, I because it's not really Emma. That he says that, and Emma's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> he says, we should go left. Scott says, we should go left. And Emma goes, why? Why? You're yeah. blind. Yeah. <laughs> she literally says that. And she's like, you can't see. Yeah. Like, he's yeah. wearing a blindfold for all of this. And he's like, we got to go left. And she's like, dude. That makes no sense. Whatever. So anyway, she doesn't have psychic powers in this. So I don't know how this happens, but somehow the next scene is like Wolverine fighting Deadpool on top of the roof of like the nuclear power plant. And I'm like, when did they even get up there? Yeah. They're at the top somehow. There's there's like a very brief shot of Wade looking at Logan in the distance, like literally just climbing up the top. They're at the top of a cooling tower. Yeah. yeah so like but those what? really like tall Atari logo shaped uh, things. This fight sucks so bad, guys. Oh, but it I does. liked I like the version I sent you guys that is like the oh, unfinished the version. version. That was like Yeah, it's pretty great. Like such like the parts where like Deadpool's eyes he would turn around his eyes was just like a cartoon. Yeah, and it would just really be like light. a flash of light because like they hadn't animated his actual beams yet. So it's just like cartoon light. I don't flashes. even understand what's happening here because then Sabretooth shows up yes. right before Deadpool's about to kill Logan, and Sabretooth's like, nobody kills Logan but me, which is actually pretty on par for yeah, Sabretooth. Yeah, and then he and he and Logan work together to try to kill Deadpool, and they do back-to-back just like they did in their old army days, and it's fucking stupid. This entire fight is like a video game it boss battle. It has multiple minutes. levels. Deadpool reveals his powers in stages, which is fucking stupid. He's also, got, he's Deadpool got, has he's like got 60 fucking powers. Wolverine's claws. He has Cyclops eyes. I don't but know it's why like he has any of that. This is this is why they've been collecting all of yes, the mutants. Yes, it's a pool this, this, of all this, of the I was about mutants. To say this episode, holy shit! Oh, yeah, wait, 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 them. wait! Are you telling me that they called him? They yes, gave him these powers because his name was Deadpool. Yes. And they're like a pool of his powers. His name is Deadpool because they gave they pooled. Yes, the they powers, literally say that. Ryan, and he kills people. That's so in there. So tonight, what I'm gonna do is sit down and just watch Deadpool the movie. That might, I that might that help. That I don't know. Would you, be better than any of this. I mean, something <laughs> that openly mocks this movie is a nice palate cleanser. I would say. I agree. Uh, but yeah, that's why he's called Deadpool in this is because he's all these other mutant powers pulled together. Anyway, this fight fucking blows. It culminates in him using Scott's powers out of his eyes and then getting his head cut off, and then his head falls into the middle of the building, which is like hollow. Oh. It's comical okay, though. And it spins I, around. Here's the here's the note I have for that. The thing with this head falling and lasering is it spins. Ah ha 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 ha. I know that's supposed to be dramatic, but it was just it's hilarious. It's so funny, but I think maybe it's it supposed to be funny so because it's good. crazy. I don't 
go. So it spins around. The the building is like destroyed in the way. Like, I kept hearing like the Wicked Witch of the West's theme as it was falling. What? Why? Just for no reason. I don't know. But it's it, but it is. It's like an I'm melting, melting. Right. But it's just his head. <laughs> yeah. So they throw water around. onto Deadpool's head, and of and then course, it falls because off. he can't control the beams anymore, he's just laying waste to Three Mile Island. Which, if you're old like me, is bad memories of when they had a nuclear accident at Three Mile Island, and that's real fucked but up. But was was it a nuclear accident, Todd, or was it Deadpool? Did you think about that? Was it Deadpool? Was it Deadpool? Mm. It may have been Deadpool. So Deadpool's dead, or is he? Apparently, one of the post-credit scenes that like some people got on their copy of the movie and some people didn't is that Deadpool's <laughs> still alive because they were going to do a follow-up movie about Deadpool um, that never happened until it did happen later because Ryan Reynolds made it happen. But that's one post credit scene. So then Sabretooth and Logan, I don't fucking remember this part. I Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Let me look. Let me check my notes. They, they, they get back up. together. Yeah. <laughs> they kiss each other. They're like, we're not really brothers. That means we can finally fuck. I legitimately don't remember what happened. Okay, I don't okay, okay, so, okay, so, okay, so Logan decapitates Deadpool. They're spinning around with his head for 20 minutes. And Psychops continues to insist that they're going the right way. Why aren't they using Emma's powers? Striker loads up a gun with the fucking adamantium oh, bullet. Right. What the fuck? Is this bullshit? Sabretooth and Logan jumps off the collapsing nuclear power plant. Logan is immediately fine. A giant piece almost lands on him, but luckily his boyfriend shows up to save him because Gambit, Gambit comes down and breaks it apart I and goes, that, "Miss though. me!" And okay. Logan's like, "Gotta blow you right now!" And that's where we're at. <laughs> he okay. The seat. All right, all right. There are so few moments in this movie that I actually enjoyed. This is this one of was them. one of them. Yes. Me too. Like Gambit shows up. He he literally like twirls his staff and uses his powers to blow apart this chunk of the falling uh-huh. cooling tower and goes, "Did you miss me?" I and liked Logan it. Just goes, I liked it. Oh Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> It was so it. good. It was it's so it was good like too to because Logan's then. also like sprawl. His legs are sprawled open here for it this, was, and it's like <laughs> it's pretty good. It was such a Brooklyn Jewish delivery too, which is funny. It's just like ah Jesus, yeah, ah Jesus, <laughs> ah Jesus. <laughs> it was it was so good. Yeah. I, so is Sabretooth just gone now? He is. I. You know what? I did. I really hope in the MCU Gambit gets the time that he deserves and Rogue. While we're at it, me too. Um, so then Logan finds Silver Fox is dying on the ground and they hardcore make out and he picks her up and he's like I'm he walks him into her into the sunset and that's where we think the movie's gonna end it but doesn't. instead striker shots shows up and starts shooting him with this gun like shooting him really badly I don't know this is like fucking Alfred Ashford again all over again where he's like but shooting it, okay. around Logan <laughs> But it actually doesn't matter because Logan, tactical genius that he is, turns around and runs right at him <laughs> I from know, I was above. Like, what are I'm you like, doing? Why would you give him point blank aim that you can't dodge during? He's so mad, Todd. He's so mad. He's just going to jump on Striker and he's going to scratch him in the face. Yeah, but he also doesn't know about the fucking adamantium bullets, which I guess makes it make more but sense. But he does, though. Does he? Because Striker lands like three shots on him before Logan... Like in his in his shoulder, like in his arm and stuff. Yeah. Before he does, he's like, "Well, I'm just gonna keep I, going." Like in fighting game terms, he's like, "I'm gonna jump in deep." Yeah. yeah. And Striker's like, "Dragon punch, motherfucker!" Shoots <laughs> <laughs> him in the head. Maybe he's supposed to be like so upset that Silver Fox died for real this time that he doesn't care if he dies. I, I don't know. I don't care. I, I don't know. But what or ends it could up just happening? Be that this movie is an unending tide of bad decisions, and this is just one more bad decision. That's right. Pretty That's much. Right. And what ends up happening is Striker ends up shooting Wolverine in the in forehead. In the fucking twice. head. In the yeah, head. Yeah, the Adamant bullet 
absorbs into his skin somehow, which I don't understand. Well, that was, this was Stryker's plan from the go. Yeah. Right? To is shoot that he's him like, in the because a uh, random scientist lady is like, you can't kill him, even with an adamantium bullet. And Stryker's like, no, but I can erase his memory. Right. Right. He's like, his brain might heal, but his memories won't come back. Yeah. <laughs> How does he even know that? I don't know. But he like, does. How? <laughs> because reasons. He knows know. because <laughs> it matters to the plot that there's some type of way that he has to be able to take away Logan's memory. So that's what they invented, because even though it doesn't really work. Yeah. Come the first X-Men movie. So then Gambit walks back in, sees Logan, and is like, hey, boyfriend. And Logan's like, I don't know who the fuck you are. I just met you and you were cool. <laughs> like, 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 what the hell? Yeah. But it's like, it's it's so ridiculous. And well, first Logan had sent Gambit away to go check on the kids, which was unnecessary yes. because Gambit goes over, but he's too late because at that point, like Cyclops and Emma have led all the kids out to Professor Xavier, who's, who's standing, standing outside. There, not helping. Oh not helping. And it looks like, okay, these seriously Creepy, look like they... digital de-aged Patrick Stewart is going to haunt my nightmares for years. <laughs> Me too. And it I, was terrifying. It was bad. But I got to say, I think... What happened is that I don't think Patrick Stewart was even here. I think he provided the dub over. I think they had somebody stand in with the suit and then they photoshopped his face over it. Actually, now that you say that, I think that is, in fact, exactly what somebody described it looks happening. Right, but doesn't it look like that? It's like, wh- what? Yeah, it looks really bad. It looks really okay. bad. He he doesn't look like Xavier. He looks like One Punch Man. That is basically yeah. what is going on. It's, it's terrifying. creepy as shit, and I hate it. I was too distracted by the fact that I was mad Xavier was even in this film. I was just like, <laughs> I can't even believe you're fucking here, and you're being unhelpful as usual. Like, I was just mad at all of it. I was like, fuck Maddie, you. Maddie was too distracted by her rage to I notice this weird, by my rage. I was distracted by my rage that they managed to kill Silver Fox in front of me twice. I was distracted by all i was just like fuck this movie so fucking much it's so infuriating it's offensive to me in every way let's, let's finish up we're almost at the end so we're so close so gambit comes back to Logan, tells him the kids are safe and that's when Logan's like what's my name who what's my kids? name I don't and gambit looks at us like is his dog tag he's like uh he Logan. literally points at the dog he's like you're wearing dog tags you're wearing yeah. a name tag let's say logan wolverine because of course they do mm-hmm. why wouldn't mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. but then logan sees silver fox dead on the ground again it's like, like do you know her do you know her and logan's like nope and it's <laughs> like well he hears sirens because they're you know the police and the emts and everybody's coming and it's like because <laughs> they blew up a nuclear fucking power plant i know so and gambit's just like show up. i know and gambit's like we gotta go and logan's just like i'll find my own way again it's like okay peace weirdo yeah. and he bounces <laughs> and that's the end of the movie yeah <laughs> To give Gambit credit, he does not like, no, I need you to come. He's just like, nope, uh, all right. Fine, Bye. I'm out of here. Yeah, like, well, okay, but that is, that, I feel Gambit, like Gambit's though. the only character they understood in this movie because that is something Gambit would do. It's like, if this was happening, Gambit from the comics was, just, was set up here, you'd be like, no, I don't want to be captured by the police. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I'm going to take care of myself. Does 20 <laughs> backflips away. Yeah, Gambit giving Logan precisely one chance to come with him is like precisely the level of good person that Gambit is. Like, he's like, yeah, it's just I'm, like I'm, I a, I'm all right. Like, <laughs> Like, I, I will did ask my you part. one time. Oh, okay, bye. Okay. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I wish I could be like Gambit. It'd be like walk up to somebody and offer them if they need help and they say no and then I just leave. But unfortunately, you sit there and stick around and waste so much energy. At least Gambit doesn't do that. He's yeah. like, well, this yeah. isn't worth that. Bye. Yeah, like, like Gambit yeah. fucking bounces, Same. which is the Gambit's correct like, choice. I'm not getting my dick sucked tonight. Bye. So two things before before we get to the complete end of the movie, which I think we've the more or less just reached. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, like, that's right. The, the only thing we see before the credits is like a pull-out shot of 
Logan walking away in full view of the police who are showing up, right? But apparently nobody catches him. <laughs> yeah, and, it's, it's like the hospital over and again. And people driving across the causeway to get to the island. Like, you see all the emergency vehicles and you realize that, like, uh, either, I think it's Pittsburgh, right? Like, Pittsburgh is right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but two other things happened. One is that I swear to God, one of the rescued mutant kids looked exactly like Refax from Generation X. Huh? Oh, and no, so, that's that's the one that's supposed to be Quicksilver. Ooh, fun. That's my head can't. No, it's Refax now. That's my head can't. I, you know what? We'll stick with that. I like that better. <laughs> no, that's way <laughs> more fun. Did th- There was one last thing, though, and maybe this wasn't in the version that other people saw, because that's apparently a thing that happens with this movie, is that Stryker walks up to Kayla and oh, is about to shoot wait, her. I forgot to mention any of and that. And they Thank pan you, down to her hand around his ankle. Yeah. Right. And he suddenly can't move. I and fucking she's forgot like, this shit. Throw the gun away. Yeah. Turn around and walk until your feet bleed, which I thought was a surprisingly cool line. It is I cool. Like, so too. This also, whole bit would have been cool. He's just like, and reflect that that is even a fraction of the pain that you have caused to mutants, right? Which is all cool, but then he walks off and they put her right back in the fridge. So anyway, Stryker apparently doesn't do that though because he comes back later and keeps hating mutants. So like, okay, so let's talk about the mid the mid credit scene where it's Stryker walking down. You're the only one who watched this. Highway. Yeah, that's because uh, that's because I'm the other person who actually owns this movie. For some, it's I only own this shit because I love X Men that much, and it's like a collector's item for me. But this is probably the first time I've actually watched the fucking Blu-ray I bought. Did somebody buy it for you, or did you? buy it no i found it for five bucks at big lots that which is exactly like where it belongs <laughs> uh so there's a mid-credits scene in which striker is stopped by the government like there's some officials that pop out and they grab him and he's still walking and they oh. go william striker and he's like what and they're like <laughs> like we're bringing you in, we're bringing you in for questioning for the killing of general whatever the fuck his face was but yeah. not any of the other shit yeah so that's when they get him and then uh, immediately after that they play some cool video game music for about 20 seconds before it goes into dra- dramatic orchestra mm-hmm. and then the post credit scene i did watch this because i i thought there was only a post credits i didn't know there was a mid credits but i watched but the post credits okay, so there's actually there were two post credit scenes, and depending on which viewing of right. the fucking movie you saw, which is this, this was a thing back then. Yeah, one of them was the Deadpool one that I described. Right. So like it's it's Deadpool's arm crawls out of the rubble of the nuclear planet power plant, lands on Deadpool's head, and then Deadpool goes shh. And then the other one is Logan sitting at a bar in Japan, and mm-hmm. they have like all this like back and forth of like talking to a bartender, yeah, and she's like pouring him a whiskey. Yeah, and it's basically setting up the idea that he's going to go to Japan next, but doesn't happen for like seven more films or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, and then also on the Blu-ray, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of cutscenes. Which one? There is the storm scene. So in Africa, storms running around with the kids, and then she's also held captive with them. And then at the end, when they're all standing there st- screaming at Logan to come back, she steps out and lightning flashes around her mm-hmm. that's one the other one is the one that i mentioned about blob being put in bondage and raped by uh blob uh by Sabretooth, which is extremely fucked up and then there is one other scene that's called alternate like it's it's called like alternate like memory loss scene for logan but it's just like silver fox walking and be like dude it's just the same scene it's like exactly the same scene and nothing's <laughs> different about it so like it's just labeled wrong in the blu-ray which really says everything about this film what wait so did they maybe put the wrong scene on the blu-ray like do you think I it think was supposed so. to be a different scene i think i think i think maybe silver fox had a couple different lines there but it's definitely not him losing his memory so i don't know what the fuck that okay is. but you know that the studio master was absolutely a job given to four interns 
working in the basement. Yes. <laughs> Just like the mutants in the basement of this fucking movie. And the fox was like, we have, we're contractually obligated to put out a home video yeah, version of this. So, like, could you make that happen? And then they just, like, offered them free pizza and left. Yeah. So, so they were locked in the basement with Emma's, like, dream machine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Ugh. Do we have any conclusions about this movie now that we finally fucking finished it? Yeah, it's bad. It's fucking uh, well, bad. <laughs> the first conclusion, we go. well, we can talk about all the uh, horrible politics, but the first thing I would say in conclusion is that this is our shortest movie coverage podcast we've ever done. Yeah, it's a it's a lean and mean two hours so far, but I, which doesn't sound like short. But go and listen to like the X3. X3 generation X or like gen- yeah, the generation X episode is, is like actually so short. Long. Well, not that much happens in this movie. Honestly, next time we do that, we need to give people like an intermission and release it in like two chunks. Mm. <laughs> People want all of this. People have been waiting for us to watch this piece of shit. They want so the whole thing. They can have the natural, whole baby. uncut well, X Men Origins Wolverine. I slightly better knowing that all of those listeners know that we were going to loathe this terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Which, and they okay, hated along spoiler with alert, us. We loathed this terrible movie. Should I open up Twitter when I was posting that we were going to do this today? And we have we have comments like "Be brave. Bad <laughs> movies can inspire very fun episodes." And then somebody <laughs> says, "Make sure to watch the unfinished work print version." My roommate acquired when we were in college and it was honestly one of the most good bad movies I watched the year somebody also just screamed no god no mm. <laughs> all fair reactions that person understands what is happening here yeah, today that, that says you could you could use the drinking game of how many times does Logan walk away from a helicopter and talk about the moon to try and liven things up in which I responded <laughs> I responded I already suggested a drinking game called drink if this movie is bad <laughs> And I, my response to that in the Slack, by the way, was I need my liver. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think th- I think you could probably do a decent drinking game for every single time Wolverine screams and the camera zooms out. I think there's only like four or five of those, which is like about there's, right. Okay. But you can add in a couple other things. You can. Like every time Logan does that pose where he puts his arms out and he's kneeling. Yeah. So he makes like the X with his arms. Oh, yeah. Yes. That happens like 50 times. It does. It does. I, I have- Actually, in that fight scene, at the end with Victor it happens three times and it's the same shot terrible every time they're just using the footage what if you did like a drinking game if like you drink every single time somebody dies in the movie you'd be like drunk within the first half an hour terrible terrible idea so so I don't really have any more politics to talk about I I don't know that it's even worth doing we don't need to talk about them but we could quickly say there's a lot of them there's like (laughs) there's anti there's anti women in here there's like you know it's it's misogynist it's racist it's homophobic it's fat phobic in some places it's ableist this is again why I don't want anybody to watch it I also don't know that it's I mean I could put in the theme song I guess but we can do a who's gay section. But it's really just Gambit and Logan. It's just Gambit and Logan. There's I mean, nothing I don't else. even know if you need to put in the theme song in there because, like, we've already said it 30 times that like, Gambit and Logan are fucking. And I think whoever, I don't know if it's the actors or, the, or whoever inklings of the script was left there mm-hmm. that was like, oh, let's have them flirt like they do in the comic books. <laughs> yeah. But that, perfect, that part was perfect. There's also, like, weird shit going on between Sabretooth and Logan in a weird. Oh, I know. And that just continues in every iteration of those characters, which I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, 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 there's something from my notes that I completely forgot, and it's about Sabretooth, and I had to dig it up. Okay, line 45. Wikipedia break. Schreiber had studied to be a fight choreographer and wanted to be a dancer like Jackman. <gasps> oh, <laughs> and my response that's... was, I'm sorry? 
That is from the X-Men Origins Wolverine Wikipedia page. Apparently, Lev Schreiber wanted to be a fight choreographer and wanted to be a dancer like Hugh Jackman. Who, for the record, if you've never heard this before, has done like a series of super gay one-man shows on Broadway. Yeah. So, wait. Okay, also, I want... In which he dances, sings, and does all sorts of other performing things. Mm -hmm. So, as you know, Todd, we also also played the X-Men video games on the YouTube channel. And there's a video game of X-Men Origins Wolverine for some reason. I know. Would you like to join us for that? Fuck no. <laughs> he goes, no. Wait, Todd no. goes, Todd wait. goes, fuck no. Todd's fuck just no. like, no, I'm not doing that. Ryan, please love yourself more than this. There is like, there is a whole universe. There's a whole oh universe of X-Men tie-in shit. Unfortunately, we've agreed to, to consume all of it on this show. Yeah. Because this is our lives. This I'm, is all okay, we do. But I don't have to be part. I don't have to be it's like true. an accessory to murder. <laughs> you kind of are. You well, already agreed to okay, be on this episode. Here's the thing. I just, I just genuinely like it when you're on this show, Todd. That's it. Oh, <laughs> thank you. I, I enjoy being on this show. Well, but I'm glad you you're here. I enjoy that I'm on this show on like a once every nine months basis because <laughs> that's probably for the best. I mean, you're here. You're here when it matters. You're here for the live action apps. That's. I don't. I don't think your audience could handle me like on a routine basis. I think once <laughs> once a year is fine. <laughs> they just need pure concentrated Todd. Okay, so before we before we wrap up this over two hour show, do you two have any other closing thoughts on this fucking piece of shit before we call it a day or a night? Don't watch um, it. I I think I don't. I'm not happy with it. I so <laughs> I think I. I I think I, really? there's a couple things. So the, the first thing is that I want to say that when we get to Wolverine the MCU, I hope they do a much better job with his interpretation. And it's unfortunate because I actually do think Hugh Jackman is a wonderful actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do want them to see. I do want to see them try and tackle this in a much like less insulting kind of way, patently <laughs> um, offensive way. So yeah. that's that's my first thought. My second thought is that I've already said this while we were recording, but. The, we went and saw some movies and we were just like this movie's bad because it was made poorly which is true but actually what it, it turned out to be and I didn't realize that until recording this podcast and even watching it yesterday is that it is just really phobic in a lot of ways that made me really uncomfortable but back then I didn't know how to express that and we didn't have the means to express that in 2009 so you were, you were teenagers and that was a long time ago I think like you were like 22 maybe but still for not being like, super woke in like I, think I was 23 at the time so I okay I that think means I was 24 I was a little <laughs> bit I was like kind of on the edge of knowing some of this stuff and like sort of yeah, being disappointed like, I mean, by in your it, 20s you really don't know anything about the we world didn't still. have a podcast for one thing um so we didn't have a we didn't have the means in that sense to to talk about it uh so that's changed but also i think movies have changed a lot since 2009 and that's cool i agree with that and i think politics have changed and the means i was going to say the means in which we have to to like converse about this publicly has changed completely because I think that all three of us are very vocally active about like what is not okay, which I don't know about you, Todd, because I didn't know you 10 years ago, but Maddie and I were not quite at that point yet. So <laughs> we maybe your dissertation knew me 10 years ago. was about yeah. <laughs> honestly at 23, my politics weren't that great. I'll be honest about that. But, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I still knew this movie was bad. I'm kind of proud of my past self on some level because I feel like it's kind of hard to tell even in the theater if a movie is really bad. Um, like we watched X-Men Apocalypse together, Ryan, and we both liked it in the theater. And then it wasn't until like the next day that we were like, wait, that yeah, was bad. But, like, the reason we enjoyed that in the theaters because we saw it, it with fun. like 20 people that we had grown up watching X-Men shit yeah, with and reading comics with. Yeah, and it was also with. like dumb and fun and we enjoyed it. And then like later yeah. we were like, wait, that movie made no sense. Uh, yeah, but to be fair, we did what we we didn't do with X-Men Origins Wolverine what we did with X-Men Apocalypse in which we had like a whole X-Men party. So well, that's we were, because like, we watched this fucking movie at midnight. Can you imagine this movie being the apex of your x-men party oh man it would have yeah. been rough but i mean what we almost we kind of did it like we <laughs> went with a big group of people anyway todd do you have any closing thoughts that aren't us talking do, about our lives actually um one is that i this script is terrible mm-hmm. it really Politics is are well terrible. is there a script honestly <laughs> yeah what script <laughs> the the bones the skeletal suggestion of a script is terrible <laughs> yes uh but i actually think the actors for the most part, gave some pretty good performances I of agree. absolutely shit-based content. True, true. They did the best they could with what they had. Which was right? shit. Just absolute shit. The other thing is, don't watch this movie. However, if you choose to watch this movie, please get a copy of Yakety Sax. <laughs> Every time a fight scene starts. Put it on. Play that. <laughs> I really... I guarantee you the movie will be... A- thousand times better or okay but wait todd obviously for the final shot with deadpool you want the wicked witch of the west song for that part yes oh yeah of course hey maddie can you do us a favor can you just, just like in. can you just like put that into this podcast briefly yeah, for honestly, those scenes sure yeah why not so i thought about it but i actually thought it was way cuter when we were singing those songs as we went along and it would have been kind of weird to just throw the songs into the podcast but yeah Anyway, <laughs> on that He's note, like, I love the complaint. Like, like Maddie's just like, yeah, sure, fine, well, whatever. Todd, you have to get, you have to understand that she's been having to deal with my absurd requests since we were like twelve. So, <laughs> you know what? I enjoy. I them. don't know why she continues to humor that me because with them, I think but it's fun. that's really. I think it's fun. I enjoy the rest of the show enough that I was willing to watch this piece of shit just to get back to that good, good X Men shit the rest of the time. And uh, thank you, listener, for tuning in yeah, to whatever this I, is since. I am technically your audience also. What's next? Like, what's coming after this? Guess what? We finally get to go to X-Men Evolution. We I was do. so fucking the excited. The episode of X-Men Evolution. Welcome to the 2000s. Yes, it's yeah, going to be exciting. I, okay, so I love that, though, because X-Men Evolution was, like, deliberately set up to be, like, these are gay people, so yeah. here you go. <laughs> so we'll see how like, that goes. Like, they've come out and said that several times, yeah, and I'm like, like, this is a queer you. metaphor. <laughs> that's what we're doing, and we'll... I'm torn between that's great and, that wow, be terrible. look at what you did with content that wasn't built to be that way I yeah know, right we'll see we'll see what, what it might be good it happen? might be awful it'll be exciting to find out we can do a lightning fast plug section um the mutant ages is on all social medias we have a patreon please consider supporting that hey so we were so tired by the time we were done recording this that we did not remember to shout out our highest tier patreon donors who are at the 25 dollar level which means they get a shout out and right now we have two folks who are backing at that level and they're samuel b and soren b and we just want to extra super double thank all the patreon supporters because watching this movie was a real trial and we love being able to pay todd a stipend when he 
appears on shows, takes the time to watch a movie, especially if it's this bad. And then also, of course, it's supporting me and Ryan and very especially Ryan, who's unemployed during the pandemic. So, you know, it just goes a long way. Thanks, everybody. The Mutant Ages is on all social media, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, Tumblr, everywhere you can think of, Instagram. But it's important that we plug ourselves. So, Todd, where are you at, number one? Let's start with you because you're our, our, our guest, guest today. Um, if you actually care about me saying things that are halfway smart, uh, I would check my professional Twitter, which is Dr. Todd Harper, all one word. Um I'm not going to say what the other Twitter is because I like to keep those worlds separate. That's but fair. one, it's not difficult to figure out if you follow Ryan or Maddie. Yeah, I mean, we respond and, to everything. And also, and Todd... Two, feel, like, feel free to follow that account, but it's basically dick jokes and animated gifts. So... So it's pretty good. It's pretty important. I know, I know you're saying that Dr. Todd Harper is your only smart account, but the other one is also pretty well it's it's pretty well spoken to if i oh, had yeah to but say i so. also like that's like i i actually have to care about pissing people gonna, oh, so, off so what you're saying is that, okay no let's let's rephrase <laughs> this there's one twitter that's todd's smart twitter and the other one is also todd's smart twitter without a filter mm, yes i like okay. that i like that's that. that's very generous of you so i'll accept that okay uh any other plugs worth mentioning you can go to the mutantages.com find all the ways to contact us email yes you can voicemail, uh, you can find maddie at Mitty Myers on twitter oh, and yeah, instagram i'm on twitter at ryan pagella and i'm on instagram at ryan i'm not gonna plug all my other shit right now because you probably want to turn this off uh <laughs> please support us on patreon though because we could use your help and we pay everyone yeah so. we do um so it's been a joy todd thanks again for coming Thank on you. we're sorry about this the honor was no no don't be sorry i mean i i'm sorry like, for what the movie did but really the movie should apologize to you and all of us i think so yeah. honestly. honestly i think what should happen is that fox should be cutting us a check i agree yeah. and i i agree with that i think i would i will take this in this pandemic world right now the, yeah the people no, who uh, made this fucking movie for damages they owe us they owe us and we will be collecting um but until we finally Hell get yeah. that payout check out that patreon uh and we'll see you next time see you next time the Mutant Ages. 